nitrate power. You're in the dog zone for an hour. Come on. You know the number. Welcome to the Dog Zone 9000, the official podcast of 1-900-HOT-DOG, America's final comedy website. We did it! We beat them all! We're the last comedy website standing. Uh, if you like text-based comedy, you're already reading 1-900-HOT-DOG.com. You don't have any other options. But uh, you could support us at patreon.com slash 1-900-HOT-DOG. Uh, Sean started plugging the site, so now I feel bad and I have to plug the site. It's like a, yeah. it's like a marketing arms race. He did a great job, too. Well, thank you. I'm CIA Demon Summoner Robert Brockway, and with me is my blood-bonded ape. That's it's not a racist thing. It's a Bigfoot <laughs> thing. It's Sean Baby. I'm always a Bigfoot thing. A pleasure <laughs> to be here. <laughs> and with us today are dueling manifestations of Bigfoot's secret desires, Drew Toothpaste and Natalie D. Hello. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Hi. Which, uh, which secret desire of Bigfoot are, are either of you, or both if you're going to join in? Power, raw power. Yeah, yeah, I think power's probably it. Yeah, power Just hungry, like, goddamn big. You guys foot. are in sync. Yeah, right. We always are. We we stay on the same yeah. wavelength. That's what makes a strong couple is a shared desire for Bigfoot power. For Bigfoot right. power, specifically, <laughs> yes. It's power and psychic resonance. Right. It's just <laughs> peanut butter and chocolate. Right, exactly. And, and Bigfoot. Peanut butter and chocolate and Bigfoot. We all know how well those would. go together. Yeah, he wouldn't say no, would he? No, we live in Bigfoot, Bigfoot country never now. says no. We live in Bigfoot country now. I, I was not aware before we moved, but it is like full of Bigfoot. Oh yeah, there's a yeah. there's a Northeast Bigfoot. Do they have a different oh, name yeah. for him, or is he just no? Bigfoot? They're Bigfoots. There's like towns around where they have like statues of them and stuff to like commemorate the Bigfoot sightings. Sweet, I want to. I want to see some Bigfoot statues. Those are uh, Bigfoot Now I'm like stories. looking out the window all the time, like especially interested. Am I going to get to see one? I, I never thought I would have a chance. You learned some Bigfoot calls out right. there. Ooh, I, I love making animal noises out the window. That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in the perfect spot for I it. I know, I you know. Could, you could probably just go in and, and, and join a club. I'm assuming Central Vermont has animal noise out the window clubs. <laughs> Uh, we might, I'll, I'll tell you something. I, I want to say first, I absolutely love it, but I've never been in a place that has more bizarre bulletin board postings. Like where we used to live, we used to live in central Ohio. It would be like, got some stuff, Ray will haul it. And it'd be sure. like, need a haircut? Come to me, the barber. And out here, it's like, do you want me to count numbers for you? And you're like, what? <laughs> you start, like, We've been doing this for three generations. And you're like, what are you doing for three generations? <laughs> we will put hats on your ducks. <laughs> there was one. There was one bulletin board post that we saw that was like a computer printout of like a montage of all these different cryptids. It was like a Bigfoot and uh, some kind of Mothman guy. And it looked like, I don't even know what, like a, there's a pig man around here also. Oh. Allegedly. 
And there was like a picture of like a ghost like in someone's house. And then it was just like, have you seen us? And then it was like, email me at they live in the <laughs> 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 And I was like, I want to have access to that email address so bad. Yeah. I want to yeah. know what's going on behind behind that flyer. I'll never find out though. They don't even say what it's for. I'm not going to no. stop it. I'm not yeah. here to invent. I, it could be I a fetish thing. Yeah. I just want the emails. Yeah. Just tell me if you see it. I kind of want I, I sketch nude monsters. Yeah. I want to set up an email address and start putting flyers up and see what happens. We've been doing it for three generations. Third generation <laughs> Vermont monster, erotic monster sketchers. <laughs> oh, no. It's not alluring. This is art. I will tell you what your numbers are. <laughs> All right. Before we get into Bigfoot, we got so much Bigfoot. Uh, where can we find more of you guys? What, what you up to? GarbageBrainUniversity.com is where you're going to find what we do. We have uh, a podcast that comes out once or twice a week called Everything is Real. And we talk about occult, aliens, conspiracies, cryptids, and... uh, Everything, basically. Everything that doesn't fit in three dimensions. (laughs) That's a... I'm the man who named 1-900-HOT-DOGS, so take this as you will. But I uh, think you guys name your stuff. Great names. Well, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> I think I mentioned that last time you were here. It's, it Garbage Brain University, everything is real. They're both great names. Toothpaste yeah. for dinner, great name. My name is just my name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good name. No. <laughs> it fucking rules. <laughs> All right, that's, ama- that's an amazing coincidence that you guys are kind of paranormal adjacent. You won't believe it. We're talking about Bigfoot today. We're talking about specifically a book called Bigfoot Lives with an exclamation point. And then the subtitle is And He is an Immortal Magician Living Deep Below the Earth's Surface. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I, you got me. Part. I want to I wanna know I wanna more know, immediately. Yeah, I want to know more. You're going to know so much more. This is definitely like a genie's uh, wish scenario where that's going to be twisted against you in terrible ways. That you just said that. You're gonna, by the end of this, you're going to be like, I want to know less. I wish I could know less. Uh, this I already love the choices because magician definitely implies like not like a sorcerer or a wizard, but but like a stage, like it's a, the funniest a way you could yeah. say that, isn't it? What you could you could have said anything else, and it would have been like it would have been passable as like this is some new age, but to call him a magician <laughs> yeah. specifically belies the hat and the cape. He's <laughs> like poking a needle through a balloon. Behold, you've entered my balloon caverns. Beneath the earth, I practice. Is this your card? No, that's why I practice. Yes, not ready yet. Uh, now, the first, uh, this is by J.R. Fleming. Uh, it is, I believe, a new book. We'll get, to, we'll get to that towards the end because there's also another subtitle. Bigfoot, Big, Bigfoot is an immortal magician living deep below the earth's surface in psychic torpor. Yes, they are. The subtitles repeat. There are multiple subtitles. And we needed to also specify he's in psychic torpor like a uh, like a hummingbird, like a like a psychic hummingbird. So here's the question is like, why? Why do we need to read the book when the title just laid it all out? Like, I accept all of that as truth. Right. Yeah. The end. Yeah, I'm done. That, that should be the third I, subtitle. Right. And, that, and that's why we have gravity. I know. Sure, right. I already knew that. I uh, went to the, school. The author made the fatal 
the onion mistake of putting the best joke in the headline. It's like, well, uh-huh. but it, we'll see. We'll see. My mind is open. Right, right. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, my many thousands of words of notes might disagree with you. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the, I tried to warn you. There's, is, are there's, your notes longer than the book? No, but only just barely. Here's how the book starts. Has Bigfoot visited you in your dreams? He has visited mine. In fact, I share a very special psychic connection with the man referred to as Bigfoot, as well as other blood-bonded apes. He's a man? He's a man. First, First twist, first sentence. You likely have an idea in your head of who and what Bigfoot is. You'll be surprised to find that he is probably nothing like you imagine. In fact, if you think that Bigfoot is a hairy Sasquatch-like creature who lives in the woods and howls, the CIA propaganda machine has done its job correctly. Okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. All right. I'm honestly more on board now. (laughs) Now that Bigfoot's just a guy unfortunately named Bigfoot. (laughs) It's just Tyler Bigfoot. (laughs) I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around the idea that he's just one guy. Is that that the angle this this author is taking? Well, he, he is and he isn't. There is one central guy, but as we will soon find out, uh, this is this is actually a species of creature called blood bonded apes. What you think of it as big feet? Most mm-hmm. of you know. Well, most of what you know about Bigfoot is the result of a campaign of disinformation conducted by the CIA and the FBI, who have been infiltrated by demons in recent years. Please see my book. Top secret CIA documents reveal evidence of demonic intervention in U.S. elections. <laughs> okay. Are there subtitles on that book? <laughs> I'm sure there are. Uh, we don't have time to get the through all. <laughs> don't have time there's, to read them no, all. There, there's no way. There's like 18. It's going to take an hour. Uh, Our it bonus is, podcast will just be us reading the subtitles. That's actually a good idea. It is clear that those at the CIA have no interest in the truth. By making the public believe that Bigfoot is a myth told by hillbillies, they discredit his work and interfere with his ultimate mission, which is to protect humanity from being overtaken by demons. They also insult hillbillies, who, in my experience, are some of the most caring and psychic people in the U.S. I'm a psychic hillbilly. Exactly. (laughs) And you're the best. And you are tired of CIA oppression. Like, this is, it's bullshit that we don't love, openly love our psychic hillbillies uh, a little bit better. Right. There are. That's that's what I'm saying every day. America's. They're saying hillbillies ain't psychic, but in my experience, that ain't true. Right. <laughs> America's most precious resource uh, is her psychic hillbillies. We all, it, that was the original draft of the uh, national anthem. I would love like a Budweiser commercial showing like Americana and it's just like horses and, and, and small towns and then just a psychic hillbilly. And then a hill, hillbilly with his two fingers to his temples just exploding a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so like a a total less of uh, less of less of scanners and more of like Gallagher, like the sledgehammer. Yes, yes, scanners, scanners meets Gallagher. Uh, right, is okay. Oh, shit, that's the best idea I've ever had. Let's Why do you drive on the parkway and park on the driveway. In this book, I intend to reveal the secret nature of the real Bigfoot, the Bigfoot that I know, the Bigfoot that I would like you to get to know. Prepare yourself mentally and psychically for what I'm about to tell you. His meditation serves to strengthen humanity as we endure something called the interdimensional cosmic war. 
I love that title. It's both. It's both of those things. To briefly explain, humanity is secretly involved in a war between demons and aliens. Mm. Demons are... That no angels are involved in the war? Is that CIA propaganda? Uh, I think we all know psychic hillbillies are the real angels. <laughs> I yeah. think okay. angels I'm on board. are just staying out of it. <laughs> that makes sense. Part of it. Now, there is, an, there, <laughs> there is an angel that comes up a little later. Uh, okay. You, you might not believe this. Probably will. He's also a Bigfoot. Oh. oh okay. okay. Now it's all make, okay. that all makes sense. <laughs> uh, demons are beings from an adjacent dimension to ours who visit our realm to feed on our psychic energy. Aliens are fighting to protect humanity from them. Humanity's future is in the hands of aliens who fight on our behalf. Bigfoot is a man or a creature who has existed since nearly the beginning of time. <laughs> I just, is he a man or a creature or a Bigfoot? Is a man a creature? I guess. I think everything is a creature. Isn't a man a Bigfoot? Isn't everything yeah. a Bigfoot? I mean, this is, is this one. is philosophy. At this point, that's what I'm starting to think. You have to read the soap bottle, man. It's all one. <laughs> I love I love this next sentence, which is, it has been speculated that he crossed into our dimension from his own just after our own Big Bang event. I love okay. the people. It's been speculated. It's not by me. You know, experts are like, we're pretty sure Bigfoot. Uh, so I would count that as a local. If you've been here literally since our universe was born, maybe you could call it his dimension. You know, you're not going to be like, oh, you tourist. You've only been here since the Big Bang. Go back to your own dimension. Yeah, when he says I'm from here, they're like, yeah, but where are you really from? <laughs> uh-huh. I, I like the the implication that there's like parallel universes and Bigfoot just travels from universe to universe. Like yeah. with his... With that his... sounds like something a magician would do, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Real magician, yeah. real Bigfoot magician move here. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> others think he was sent here by a higher being like God in order to liberate humanity. Whatever the case, Bigfoot himself wishes to keep his past secret. We know this because psychic probing of his existence does not extend any further than a few years. <laughs> okay, okay, so Bigfoot's trying to keep his presence a secret, and I can prove it because I have been trying to read this gorilla's mind all day, and I'm getting nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only getting the last two years, which are just eating leaves, and I know there's more than that. He's been around this gorilla. I'm looking in his eyes. These are pre-Big Bang eyes. I'm seeing Stop it. Stop lying to me, Tojo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, in, in very recent history, Bigfoot was widely known and loved by the people of Earth. It wasn't until 1962 that this changed. Shortly after the North Palm Springs catastrophe, a CIA disaster which unleashed thousands of demons on the Earth, Bigfoot was then betrayed by his once allies, the Red Aliens. Bigfoot's oh. DNA was stolen and used to create clones that would serve as foot soldiers in the inter- interdimensional cosmic war. After this betrayal, Bigfoot withdrew from the public view entirely. <laughs> he was too withdrew from the public. He was a celebrity before that. Oh, right. And escaped into a secret underground hiding place where he now resides. So how long ago was this uh, big thing where the CIA unleashed all the demons? What 1962. Whoa, I'm okay. getting nothing. I'll add 1962, but I'm not. Google has no results, which probably means it's true. Oh it's well, true. that's because uh, <laughs> Bigfoot began to conceal his existence using intense psychic meditation techniques to wipe all memory of himself from every living person on Earth. That right. makes sense. 
And uh, there's an important note here. Uh, it's an asterisk, all capitals, and uh, bold. Note, if you were alive before 1962 and you have memories of Bigfoot's existence before this time, please contact me immediately. <laughs> you may be an extremely powerful psychic and or immortal magician yourself. You okay. may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> Sounds like I a. Wished, uh, I wish I was born before 1962 and had Bigfoot memories. Now that sounds well, tight. you'd be an immortal magician if that was if that was true. And he, this is this is really just a call. It's uh, this is this is meetup. This is this is like Bumble for immortal magicians. Is that <laughs> how you meet them? I found if there were some can... school integrations in 1962 in Palm Springs. Maybe he means that as a disaster. <laughs> that would make sense. You know, Ever since we started unse- unsegregating schools, Bigfoot has retreated from the public view. He he was not in favor of that. Yeah, you know, Palm Springs is where Eisenhower had his meeting probably about a decade prior with the, with the aliens. Do you recall that? There was this big, uh, it's a huge conspiracy thing that uh, Eisenhower, the president, uh, he said, oh, I've suddenly got to get some dentistry done. He goes on a plane to Palm Springs. Nobody can find him for two days. Uh And he comes back and everybody was like, what is going on? We thought you were dead. We were about to tell everybody, uh, uh, you know, that you had expired and we have to put the vice president. He's like, no, it was a tooth thing. Don't worry. And then he smiled and realized he still looked like shit. Went to Palm Springs. And uh, has a very strange cover story. I know what that means. I've gone to enough gay bars in Palm Springs to know exactly what that means. Immortal oh, Big yeah. Feet. Mm-hmm. Immortal Big Feet. That's uh, that's gay slang. It's like a bear. I'm an immortal. I am an immortal Bigfoot. That's how I know. <laughs> I'm not getting any further into that. Uh, we'll have to cut it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, we're. Let's 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 pause and explain that because that did not make the podcast. <laughs> we have now clapped several times. Uh, Drew and Natalie, Drew and Natalie told us whenever they say something that they know they have to cut, they just clap so that they can see it on the waveform. So if you hear clapping, which I feel like there's going to be some of, that means that means cut. Uh, you might be wondering, where did Bigfoot come from? Uh, nobody knows. Not even me, he says. And I, and I share a psychic connection with him. So, uh, but huh. I guess they don't talk. I guess they're they're not really good friends. So psychic connection is more like, uh, I guess like early internet, back when you all had like a local BBS and Bigfoot's oh, on yeah. it. Before I ask too many questions, uh, is there like a consistent uh, world building element to this guy's book? Like, does he keep his story straight? Yes, there's a lot okay. of lore. We're going to build okay. a, a vast and insane world. Uh, you have, once again, uh, I wish I had an achievement or a prize. Like, there should be a little window that pops up in your visual field that is just like achievement unlocked, genie's wish. You'll regret saying this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Already do. This, this is some fucking, this is some Elden Ring shit we're, del- we're delving into. Uh, the simple answer is nobody knows. Uh, he does not want us to know where he comes from, so we may never know. Even if I had the psychic power to overcome Bigfoot, I would not want to push his boundaries by probing him. We Aww. do. Oh, I know. They're friends. He believes in consent. Yeah, yeah of course. Psychic consent for Bigfeet. Uh, that's <laughs> a hillbilly tenant. 
We do know that he is one of the most powerful psychics ever to live. His real name is not Bigfoot, obviously. <laughs> That's a silly okay. human <laughs> name. Given to the blood-bonded apes found roaming the forest hunting down demons. I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. What's his real name? Obviously. Obviously, that's not his real name. Obviously, it's a name we call blood-bonded apes found roaming the forest hunting down demons. And therefore, we started calling the immortal psychic at the center of the earth that too? I'm not sure the logic. What do I call... If I meet Bigfoot, what do I call him? Oh, we, we don't know. Blood-bonded... Oh, just he's a... names. I think oh. that's like a power of the name thing. Yeah, it must it's like be. God. It's like the true name of God. He just doesn't want you to know because then you'll have power over him. Yeah, like if right. you say the words Tyler Bigfoot to his face, <laughs> then you become Tyler Bigfoot. He will right, fuck right. you up. Right, exactly. <laughs> you have power. You have power. Hell, did you just call me? <laughs> uh, over time, Bigfoot has come to find the name Bigfoot acceptable and even answers to it occasionally. <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Like, I- Tyler, if you, if over you yell, here. If you yell it out at the store once in a while, he'll turn and be like, "What? What? Oh, oh, oh my so God! Much. What do you want?" No, uh, no, my son is also named Bigfoot. Uh, okay. It's a misunderstanding. Common name around, around here. Common name in hillbilly country. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! Another important footnote. I hope, by the way, that you did not buy this book hoping to read something silly, because I could not be more serious about these topics. Okay, buddy. Well, let's close the book then. Yeah. (laughs) You might be wondering, what does Bigfoot want? To put it quite simply, Bigfoot wants to protect humankind. His psychic meditation continues to protect us from the demons who wish to feed from us. He has dedicated his time to the psychic meditation, which he believes will save humanity. Bigfoot wants to see humanity survive long enough to make it to the next phase of our natural evolution, perhaps becoming beings more like him. Oh, we okay. are all going to involve into big feet. If we can yeah. get our shit together. Any scientists to tell you that. So, okay. So if they are blood bonded apes, who are they bo- blood bonded with us? Like in some ancient time, like we found an ape and we did like the cutting on the hand handshake thing like kids do. Uh, I, now, we're, now we're brothers. I believe they're <laughs> blood bonded of a, of a sort. Too Bigfoot, but we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay, There's okay. A- it's toothy mouth stuff. <laughs> uh, no, it's Elden Ring shit. We're gonna okay. we're gonna get there. A brief introduction to the interdimensional cosmic war. Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm gonna intercede real quick and say, I I have. I'm not just reading the book straight up. I have actually edited this down. <laughs> it sounds like I'm rambling like an insane person. These are the important cliff notes. Uh, A brief introduction to the interdimensional cosmic war. As you no doubt read, there is a secret war being waged between aliens and demons. If you've read my book, Top Secret CIA Documents Reveal Evidence of Demonic Intervention in U.S. Elections, full title. Second plug. Second plug in so many pages. You already know more than you're supposed to. (laughs) If you've read it, it, I've put you in terrible danger, and I'm sorry. This is far more silly than I was promised. One star. (laughs) Uh, In case you haven't read it, I will catch you up. Demons are psychic vampires from an adjacent dimension who manipulate and subjugate humanity. This is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yes, he does. Yes, he does. That's not 
That's not my commentary. He does say, this is a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Psychic vampires okay. from another dimension who okay. manipulate and subjugate humanity uh, in a bad way. In a bad way, of course. Uh, aliens are people from other planets who have advanced technology. They also think that demons are doing a bad thing by feeding from humanity. So, you know, it's a consensus. It's not a, it's not a bias. Uh, many alien species have won their own conflicts with demons and have developed techniques to combat them. Unfortunately, humans have a unique psychic fingerprint and alien weapons are only partially effective on the types of demons that prey on humans. Damn. Hmm. So, yeah. they, uh, so they have like beam weapons that disrupt psychic feeding beams. And so yes. if, a, if a demon is... And I assume invisible demon is like somewhere near you feeding on you with psychic energy beam. Normally they would come to a planet and just totally disrupt that with their weapons, but they would something blast about them with laser tag guns. Exactly. Right. Something about our brains makes that not, not work, but just not work that well. Right. There's we're I'm, we're the slight dust in the air that makes the laser tag sensor not go off. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, I like the idea of this guy really just getting this information from somebody and him being like, hold on, slow down. So it only works partially. Hold on. Hold on. Right. Like I'm writing. Yes, I'm writing in cursive. I'm writing as fast as I can. It's right. Like the idea of anyone even considering to take this seriously is just so fucking stupid. I like the idea that he might have like a Bigfoot snitch. Like he's got, <laughs> oh, he's got yeah. an, a CI in the in the Bigfoot organization, and it's like, all right, all right, all right, I'm getting this down. Can I record? No. Okay. Okay. Can I quote now, you on this Bigfoot? I told you that's not my fucking name. I'm not trying to like have too many questions, but like, if the demons are feeding on our psychic energy, like, haven't they evolved to feed on that? Isn't that their food source? What are they supposed to do about it? Yeah, isn't it unjust to deny them? Right. Our psychic right. They energy. Have to, they have to eat something. I mean, it's I'm not like, going to use my psychic energy. For it's anything. like veganism, really. If you're right. not a vegan, can you criticize the psychic demonic aliens uh, who who eat our thoughts? Right. Like same in many thing. ways, this is like the aliens are kind of like us. If we went to the ocean, just kind of slapped half a fish out of a shark's mouth, just like every now and then. Right. I'm, I'm just saying, maybe we should like try to empathize a little bit with the demons. They they have needs too. Right. right. Couldn't we just feed them some assholes? Right. <laughs> That sounds like fucking CIA talk. Bunch of, <laughs> bunch of goddamn narcs on this podcast. Psychic narcs. Uh, the most clever demons have infiltrated the CIA, FBI, and top levels of government. Very powerful demons are able to enter our realm and thrive. Often these demons are too powerful to overcome, and much of the war is fought against minor demons, as there is a greater chance of defeating them or sealing them inside crystals. Yes. Yes. Okay. You know where this now is going. Now we're, we're integrating I no crystals. Idea. I like where it's going. Yeah, you know exactly on. where this is. No, you don't. There's, no fucking <laughs> <way>. <laughs> There's no way you could see where this is going. Actually, there is a way, but you won't get there. The aliens, <laughs> the aliens use their technology. I would like to pause at this point and say that he has not spelled technology right once in this book, but it's different. <laughs> it's, it's wrong in a different way each and every time. Oh. That seems he's, like a choice. He's yeah. he's guessing every time. That seems like contempt. Like he's just trying to let the reader know that I I don't trust technology. We probably he probably wrote man. the book on a typewriter instead of on a computer. Then yeah, but a must have. Although this book, perhaps one of the craziest things was after I was done reading it and started to do my research into like the guy and where it came from. This book is from 2020. 
Of oh. Doesn't it? It seems like such authentic madness from like 1975. Like yeah, it does. It's oh, no, retro madness. Still. We, we got we got crazy still. Right, but I feel like there would be some Wi-Fi 5G vaccine shit in here if you were like, like this is this yeah. is quaint crazy. This is That's cute crazy. But that just shows that he's really sticking to the subject and not trying to branch out and take it in crazy places where it doesn't need to go. He's not trying to bring in the <laughs> He's showing some restraint. Yeah. He's showing a little restraint. It's like I'm I'm boomer crazy. I'm just gonna appeal to my audience. Right. A lot of Bigfoot authors yeah. are like, oh, I'm gonna give the people what they want. This guy's like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna give the people what they need. <laughs> no, we're playing the not whole album, not, not just the greatest hits. <laughs> uh, the aliens use their technology to fight the chaos and destruction caused by the demonic interlopers and conceal evidence of their presence from humanity. This conflict is called the interdimensional cosmic war. So that's the grounding you need. Uh, it's a, a four out of 10 name. Yeah, I feel like it's a little repetitive. Uh, there is often but not always a double, sometimes triple space between interdimensional and cosmic war. So maybe I should be saying it more like interdimensional cosmic war. <laughs> like that that ele- elevates it a little bit. Aliens versus demons at the Earth's magician core. Versus, versus <laughs> cowboys. We've made that movie. Uh, the, the intervention of red aliens. While most aliens are benevolent, there are some species who are not entirely trustworthy. The most frequent culprit of subterfuge and genetic modification are the red aliens. These short, red-colored aliens have been known to cause a type of chaos of their own. Why these wretched little creatures are allowed to be part of the Intergalactic Council, I have no idea. This is some fucking space racism. Wretched? <laughs> what? Shit. And specifically the phrase why they're allowed to be part of this I have no idea is such a is such a like grandma's not grandma's not racist she just has some outdated ideas kind <laughs> right. of shit right it's like very it's very next door why does it, it matter what mm-hmm. color the aliens are it is right. this is big this is Bigfoot's next door this is, <laughs> this is the, the 15th email you get about this I just don't think you should get special treatment if you're red I'm just saying I'm just saying they're under the star council like everyone else I don't think red aliens should be on the neighborhood watch. And, uh, and I'll allow them to get married, but we can't call it marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Wretched creatures. Uh, they are cruel and unpredictable in every way imaginable. When you hear stories of cattle mutilation, it is likely the work of genetic experiments by red aliens who have no regard for the suffering of others. One thing is true, though. The red aliens are on our side. <laughs> after all that <laughs> after all that they're good guys but goddamn, they're sons of bitches <laughs> they disrupt a lot of buttholes every night of the innocent but uh but uh that's the pranksters but yeah well, they're... So, uh, you know a lot of this seems to tie into like general feelings and general concepts of ufology over the years there was actually a guy about four years ago who claimed that there is a galactic federation made up of different races of aliens, but I've never mm-hmm. heard the term red alien. No, I haven't either. It's, it is extremely racist. We're pretty lost in the sauce, <laughs> and I've never heard of red aliens ever. <laughs> I feel no, like... I, I mean, that sounds almost like a slur to me. Right. It sounds yeah. like a slur because it has been used, like the color has been used as a slur, and colors are often used as slurs. So if you say like gray aliens, that's fine. We don't have gray people and haven't used it as a slur. But if you're like... Those black aliens that were like, all right. All right. <laughs> all right, man. Yeah. Those Jew aliens. Yeah, I know what you're I know what you're implying. 
shit. Bigfoot believes that he could teach the aliens a form of psychic meditation that would permanently ward them from this dimension, given that enough powerful psychics joined in together. Unfortunately, Red Aliens had other plans. Bigfoot's DNA was stolen from him after a brief meeting on a Zolixian ship. This term will this term will not come up again uh, immediately. <laughs> Just as soon as we know. Yeah, of course. Imme- immediately sensing the deception, Bigfoot teleported himself away to safety and began to meditate to conceal his location from any who wished to harm him. So, I guess wow. he did this, and also unrelated retreated. This is the second retreat from public view. Bigfoot has has done. <laughs> he sounds like kind of like he's chicken. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a coward. Kind of a kind of a yellow Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the damage had already been done. From his stolen DNA, a new creature was created. This creature is called the Blood Bonded the Ape. The Blood Bonded Ape. Right. There you okay. Go. Now you got right. it. And They're, so he looks like that, or did they like mix the DNA with some gorilla? Is that why Bigfoot looks I'm, like? So glad you asked, and so are the next 17 pages of this book. (laughs) (laughs) Blood-bonded apes, psychic foot soldiers in search of Bigfoot? Yes. Yes. Is there really a question mark? Because I am certain it's true. (laughs) It's true. If there's ever a question mark, the answer is always yes. Always yes, yes, especially when blood-bonded apes are concerned. Creating an exact genetic copy of Bigfoot was impossible, partially due to the natural limitations of science and partially due to the unique nature of Bigfoot DNA. Uh, which has 5.6 times more genetic information than any human or alien species currently known. I love the wow. detail work on that. 5.6. For that reason, substitutions needed to be made. Additional DNA was spliced with the original Bigfoot sample in order to create new and unique mu- muta- mutations within each generation. Mutation generation. Uh, to make up the difference, human, cow, pig, bear, ape, and alien DNA have been used in various combinations to create new Bigfoot subspecies. This is why reported sightings of Bigfoot vary from location to location. The genetic oh. variation from species to species shows itself in their traits, ranging from tiny ape dogs to large white snow what? bees. This is fan- This is way better world building than like Zolixian spaceship suddenly. Yeah, we're like, getting into is- it. So this is like old beater cars driving around that are half Bondo, made of parts from other cars, just whatever they could scrape up. So they're saying kind of uh, these big feet are like sort of backwoods creations. Yeah, they're they're uh, you got it right. in one, they're blood Bondo apes. <laughs> so you're saying it's sort of like the first part of Jurassic Park mixed with nothing. <laughs> mixed with uh, cloaked racism, maybe? <laughs> okay, I buy that. Uh, uh, today, there are thousands of blood-bonded apes in existence. By the way, this would explain the entire approach to mountain monsters. Maybe mountain monsters is uh, is an offshoot of this, this philosophy. Actually... They would predate, with nine seasons, they would predate this. So maybe he's watching a lot of Mountain Monsters. He's just a big Mountain Monsters fan. <laughs> he's, this is all Mountain Monsters fan fiction that uh, that he'd like Fifty Shades of Grey. He just figured what should be its own book. Uh, today, there are thousands of blood-bonded apes in existence, the vast majority of them in service of the aliens. In general, they roam the wild, content to feed on the raw flesh of woodland animals and forage fruits and berries. These subspecies are unlikely to be seen near any cities or large groups of people. On the other hand, 
some subspecies have adapted well to human society and are able to fit in quite well in this era of bold hairstyles and bright colors. Mm-hmm. Gerard <laughs> Butler. I uh, knew it! <laughs> fucking seven foot tall, pink mohawked Bigfoot. Wait, I am not a Bigfoot. Wait a minute. No, Sean, I know what you're thinking. Sean? Sean, baby? Is that... Is that a Teleport Bigfoot finish. name? Meditation. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I love the old man turn of like these these teens with their hairstyles and colors. Big feet, all of them. <laughs> uh, one key ability that all blood bonded apes share is the ability to trap demons inside crystals. Of course. Right now, oh, it's Congo. This is how they killed all those gorillas in Congo. <laughs> Well, I gotta brace myself because this is my favorite sentence. One key ability that all blood bonded apes share is the ability to trap demons inside crystals. These crystals are called ape crystals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're fucking a right, they are. <laughs> oh man! Why would you possibly call them anything else? Natalie, I complimented your naming skills earlier, but ape crystals, ten out of ten. I don't know why. I would have called them demon crystals. Uh, in parentheses, they are demons. also called demon crystals. You're okay. exactly right. Oh, yeah. my God. But first. He's, right. he's the best. <laughs> she can hang with the best. Right, right there on the wavelength. You know it. Uh, I'm only going to call them ape crystals because that made my life. Uh, this is why the blood-bonded apes were created. It is their very purpose. Psychic overpowering techniques allow them to coerce nearby demons into crystals, engaging them in psychic combat and, once weakened, trapping them there where they remain until the crystals are shattered or otherwise destroyed. And then they escape or they're dead forever. Uh, or you, uh, you can. Nobody knows. You can throw them out uh, for <laughs> battle with other types of, of blood bonded apes. And uh, what? no, I'm making all that up because that's oh, Pokemon. Okay. It just sounds like Pokemon to me. Right. Oh, that would be cool. Blood bonded apes are, you have to weaken them, trap them in a crystal, throw it out, fight your, Special moves they all have. I don't know. There, there's a whole game waiting here. If and, uh, they d- you know, yeah. if the blood bonded apes, you know, all being made up of different DNA, if they don't each have a signature move, I got to say that's mega disappointing. Right. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. Like if oh. you put the pig DNA, you want that truffle finding ability. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These psychic ape men are risking their lives in the fight for humanity's future and they should remain unbothered. <laughs> says the only one writing books about them right <laughs> <laughs> and now i would like to the next section is called a variety of subspecies and i would like to send you the custom art uh he has included in this book uh, i'm gonna send it to the email net email thread it might take a second to get to you all right while we're waiting i will read a variety of subspecies the number of subspecies of blood bonded apes is in the hundreds if not thousands Physically, they vary widely. No two reported sightings are the same. And uh, let me know when you get that artwork. Oh, no, I'll know. Mm, I'll know when you refreshing. get that artwork. Mm, I'm still <laughs> waiting. Squealing with glee. There we Maybe go. it's sending to yours. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe it's sending to your email. I thought I included both of you on it, but. Yeah, we should all have it. Oh, it's. I was. I No, I got it. I got it now. Here we are. Okay. Uh, no, he's an artist. Oh my god. Oh, so did this guy draw these? 
Wouldn't it be crazy if different people drew them? Different people drew them. <laughs> yeah, there's oh, definitely a different okay. art style where, to some of these. Different the six-year-olds one? drew these, it looks like. <laughs> I'm still thinking about the dog Bigfoot. Which one of these is the dog one? Uh, I don't know. I think maybe... Uh... I don't know. I like Rainbow Bigfoot. There's a Rainbow Bigfoot. Uh, there's. I like the one who is in the trees, who has the crystal in his hand, yeah. and he looks like he is smelling a poop. <laughs> <laughs> he just had a tough fight. He just trapped right. a demon in that crystal. That oh, eight yeah. crystal. Okay, yeah. So they're all. I I can't resist the temptation to do tag yourself. I'm the pen drawing of the Bigfoot uh, with the pink triangle in his forehead and he seems absolutely pleased yeah. to have been depicted. He looks like he's having a great time. That's I am you. quite literally the center <laughs> space. Like that is actually my profile. It does look like you. <laughs> that's, that's, that's got a blue gem that's glowing. <laughs> I mean, I don't always wear my gem, but uh, otherwise that's me. Yeah, I'm uh, obviously the one at the bottom on the post-it note. Uh, I'm an egg with a little <laughs> tiny patch of hair on top that looks no almost gem. exactly like me when I grow my beard out. And I can't <laughs> read the writing, but it looks like you're supposed to be saying, War horrible, horrible, horrible. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's what I would say if I met Big Feet. I'd say, Waka and they'd be like, dude, that is racist when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have to clap afterwards. Right. Uh, <laughs> let's go through a variety of subspecies. I'll, I'll give you the cliffs notes on a lot of these. Uh, first, as, as promised, there is the ape angel, uh, also known as Angrel. No. <laughs> Angrel the ape angel, uh, with wings known to brood on cliffs. Uh, the grin are also called Alabama, Alabama swamp monkeys. Oh. But uh, that sounds like a euphemism. Yeah, clap that one out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't worry, uh, it's not what it sounds like. They're part goat. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> the hallmark of the Yang Dune is the host of brightly colored crystals that float around them, often called mind jugglers because the way <laughs> the way their crystalline oh, yes. collection dances through the air. Uh. <laughs> I can feel, I can just feel it on this podcast that there's like, our, our Discord loves to take jokes and like make them their usernames. There's like 80 we've gone through. So every sentence is a username if, waiting. If somebody is not a mind juggler, two minutes after this podcast drops, I'm shutting the whole fucking Discord down. Right. Nobody is allowed to be an Alabama swamp monkey. Like that's, yes. that's <laughs> not cool. Permanent ban immediately. <laughs> you have to censor that. Uh <laughs> The Yang Unless they're part goat and then they're all about <laughs> Parentheses part goat. The Yang <laughs> the Yang Dune is a walking prison for demons. No blood bonded ape is more adept at trapping and sorting demons by wavelength. <laughs> sorting. Sorting them. It's like, <laughs> like spreadsheet management they, to demon hunting. They are the best ape crystal librarians in existence. <laughs> yes. There's another username. Uh, each crystal tends to have a unique color due to this unique filing system employed by the Yang Dune. Uh, filing filing system for ape crystals. God, I love that. Like, what does that look like? Is there some Wait, sort of a, gonna, a case? Are you going to leave your ape crystals lying around unsorted? What happens when you need a certain ape crystal? Right. You're you're out of luck. You're scrambling. Right. You got to sort them by wavelength. Failing, failing to plan is planning to fail. Like I know, I know it's aesthetically pleasing to arrange them by color, but not if you want to use them. I mean, that's right. just that's poser. You can tell a poser. If you are in a situation, you're like, oh, think fast. 
think fast, you need a uh, ape crystal that is like uh, level seven vibes and like maybe it's green. Like, where are you gonna do- if you don't have it organized already, you're fucked. Yeah. If you need- I feel like the most efficient way to organize these would be a bandolier, but then you're Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's way too on the nose. Uh, yeah. yeah, Sean, baby, one of the subtypes does have a bandolier of crystals. Of course they do. Oh. <laughs> Achievement unlocked! Establishing. Chewbacca. Establishing, once and for all, that Chewbacca is is a is a subspecies of blood-bonded ape. He's a fucking swamp monkey. <clears throat> Go, shit! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Semeti are a subspecies of blood-bonded ape that can be found in the swamps of Florida and Louisiana, sometimes mistaken for werewolves or local swamp gods. Semeti are elusive, but not invisible like other subspecies. Also known, brace up, also known as the skunk bear, swamp wimple, stink ape, whalen willy, Goldback or the Wizard of the Wetlands. (laughs) (laughs) He is a magician. (laughs) Whale and Willie? Whale and Willie. Does that Uh, have an H or is he like whale on things? No, whale and like he's whaling. Like a whale. I stand out here and open my mouth and emit a whale. Uh, Also known as, one more time, also known as Skunk Bear, Swamp Wimple, Stink Ape, Whale and Willie, Goldback or the Wizard of the Wetlands. Fucking fantastic. Swamp Winkle. Everyone, the best band name I've ever heard. Like, back to back to back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to, I, I need to learn an instrument. I'm inspired right now. Those are, those are my favorite, favorite subspecies. Uh, the power of psychic meditation. Humankind is lucky to have such benevolent cousins in this universe. While it is true that aliens are doing a majority of the legwork in the cosmic war. Uh, Bigfoot's Bigfoot's meditation also serves as a buffer to keep the war moving in the right direction. Uh, It is difficult to explain how psychic meditation works since there are no directly attributable effects, so you will have to take my word for it. (laughs) Well, he hasn't led us astray so far. Uh, with the with the proof so far, how how what reason do we have not to trust your word, sir? Right. have you ever been looking for some lost object in your home and decided to look somewhere that you knew the object wouldn't be? But there it was. That's called luck. That's a swamp whipple. <laughs> that's that's called luck. The desire to look in that unlikely spot. What are my keys doing in the freezer was possibly a result of latent psychic meditation. If occurrences okay. like this happen frequently, you may have a higher than average psychic ability please consider adding your psychic power to Bigfoot's power by means of psychic contribution meditation. Send your psychic contribution by mail. <laughs> I am psychic at all. I am not giving any of it to Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. shit, that's cold. <laughs> he you, has the demon crystals and all. He's fine without me. You know Tyler's working as hard as he can. He's doing fine For your benefit. Me. If you... If you... <laughs> <laughs> if you if you Did you do that on accident? Uh, if you, if you frequently find <laughs> socks, Natalie, you have to send them by psychic wavelength to the Bigfoot War. Socks. I mean, I get that's what he's saying. If you frequently find uh, lost objects, you are a psychic and you owe it to Bigfoot to okay. contribute. Tyler says, "Yes, please send me them socks." <laughs> <laughs> 
it's called Bigfoot, not Big Socks. That's Send- why he went all the socks sent to him. Oh, over the past. This <laughs> is falling apart. Bad. <laughs> Ladies, send your socks to Tyler, the mind juggler. <laughs> Tyler Bigfoot, a psychic mind juggler at the, at the center of the earth, Illinois. <laughs> it's just the name of a town. <laughs> Over the past few thousand years, many wise individuals have devised methods and skills that any strong psychic could use. These methods include offensive maneuvers. Oh, this is why I said you you asked for signature moves. You were getting them. Yeah. yeah. These methods yeah. include offensive maneuvers such as psychic blast, psychic knowledge attack, psychic cyclone attack, and psychic doom attack. Oh, yeah. Those are absolutely Pokemon yeah, style. Pokemon. Fuck yes, they are. There are also defensive moves like psychic protective meditation technique and the extremely useful blue psychic barrier. I feel like you need it to be faster. Like if you got an incoming mind ray and you're like psychic protective meditation technique, you're like, you're already dead. Yeah, yeah, you're dead. I'm going to go ahead and send you anyway. Uh, You probably already know this being immortal big feet yourselves, but I'll send you the psychic combat spreadsheet. You can use it quickly refer to the different uh super yeah. modes. I want to match types against our uh demon enemies. Yeah, you you definitely you definitely want to use So any- you said so it's a blue psychic defense like the color blue? Yeah, a blue psychic so, barrier. See, I feel like that we've got some lore building up here, the red aliens, mm-hmm. the blue psychic, all the different colors of the gems that are being juggled. I feel like this is all coming together. Right, right. Yeah, it is. It really, it does all absolutely come together in presumably some way. There's no way to tell. Yeah. Did he adapt this from a card game? Was he like, oh, this card game's not coming together. Wait, I could make a Bigfoot book. I could make Bigfoot out of this. (laughs) I could make a philosophy out of this. Now, I know you're going to be excited once you get that sheet to use. (laughs) Wait, wait. There is a vulva on this page. (laughs) There is a psychic vulva. I would argue there's there is also a giant psychic clitoris, maybe. Well, I'm not an expert on that type of thing. I usually just stick my face in and, you know, roll around and blast away with my psychic abilities. Of course, that is how I pleasure my woman like a big fight. Uh, Fuck like a mind juggler. I like psych. I feel like psychic confusion with your clown afro. Yeah, mm-hmm. psychic confusion is a man who appears to be dead because he has two X's for eyes, blasting out a psychic clown afro. Uh, and that's called psychic confusion. Rapid meditation is uh, when you present a rainbow vulva with I don't know with something terrible lurking in it. They're trapping, they're trapping the demon in the crystal with it. Right. You can also do bringing it to pleasure. Time travel is really weird. Like this one says, it just says time travel, travel through time to erase events, (laughs) only to erase events. You could do you could do so much more with time (laughs) travel. I mean, you you could avoid you could you could avoid anything. I guess they're just maybe you could could write small things. You could. 
you could do anything, but I guess they're trying to fit it into, like you said, a spreadsheet of just the different moves. Right. So if they really expounded on time travel, that would be a whole different book. I wish that they showed the damage that these different attacks did. Right. And how the MP cost. Like, (laughs) do I have to spec into this tree to like, for this to be effective? Is this actually going to do damage, or is this just one of those things that's going to lower their attack? Yeah, I don't want to play right. a support class in the Bigfoot War. Right. No right. fucking thank you. <laughs> yeah, up at the top right, it says warding, and it just says, turn away demons. And it's just kind of making a green line that's blocking a red arrow. Mm-hmm. So it seems like he's that's like blocking a, a projectile, but it just says, turn away demons. Like, no, well, I here. think the projectiles are for psychic barrier. I love the, the smugness of psychic barrier. There's somebody standing there with their hand on their hip like, ha, <laughs> yeah. fuck you, I've got a psychic barrier. And there's a little arrow you bouncing off it. idiot! <laughs> <laughs> they have a very cocky pose going mm-hmm. on. Very yeah. cocky. Uh, I also like psychic blast. That's the full X-Men stance. Yeah. You're just emitting. That's, that's DPS. That's if you spec into DPS. You get Psychic Blast. Yeah, the big AoE damage with that one. I know yeah. you're tempted to, of course, go out and join the Bigfoot War now that you are prepared. Uh, luckily, the next section is do not join the Bigfoot War. <laughs> do, not, <laughs> do, do not seek Warning. out demons in order to find them. These are bullet pointed. Number one, do not seek okay. out demons in order to fight them. Unless you are an immortal magician, you are not likely to be power, powerful enough to take down a demon one-on-one. Number two, do not attempt to contact aliens using your psychic powers. Now, you're tempted to think this is because of uh, some sort of psychic blowback. Uh, No, I'll boil it down. They're busy fighting a psychic war, and it's annoying. Ah. (laughs) Yeah. They're just like, fucking getting a call again? I'm I'm blasting a blood-bonded ape into a crystal out here, and I I can't answer. (laughs) <laughs> I love that in this author's wildest dreams, he can't imagine someone that wants to hear from him. <laughs> you know, where it's 60 pages into a fantasy about Bigfoot, and he's like, no, nobody wants to talk to me. Uh, yeah, don't call people. They don't like it. <laughs> Number three, do not engage a blood-bonded ape. Now, again, you think you're going to be like destroyed as a collateral damage of the war. No, they also find it annoying. <laughs> <laughs> So all of this boy, all of this boils down to him straight up saying, "Look, unless you really know what, unless you are really sure that you do have psychic powers on this high level, like there's no reason for you to get involved. I'm just giving you the goss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm trying to help you help yourself here. Uh, number four, do not probe the minds of others without their permission. Can anybody guess why? I feel like Bad the whole manner. theme of this book is consent. I mean that in a good way. Like this guy's like, it's leave annoying. everybody alone. Yeah. <laughs> Stop annoying people. You are exactly right. Here's an exact quote. Do not probe the mind of others without their permission. It is just a rude thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> just a rude thing to do. Now, this, this is like a life and death war for the like psychic fate of Earth. And he's just like really worried about manners. Yeah, you gotta. Well, I really, I really find that incredible because in any of the like cryptid ufology stuff you read, it is all like very dramatic, and everybody yeah. is is all involved, and everybody touches the fucking aliens and stuff. And here he's like, just leave them alone. I'm gonna tell you what they're doing. <laughs> Trust me. By the by, the time I get to the end, you're gonna know exactly what's going on. But don't 
bother them. They're busy. <laughs> and like at this, like you said, 60 pages in, like at this point, he's like, look, you should realize how much time they've got invested in this psychic mm-hmm. war. Can you just let them carry it out? It's like standing over your cable guy while he does the install and just asking questions constantly. <laughs> it's his job to do this to the blood bonded apes. He, he took a class to be certified. He doesn't want to certify you in blood bonded ape battle. <laughs> I'll stand right behind my plumber and just psychically bond with him. Just like, wow. <laughs> psychic. It's like it blasts him right in the mind vulva. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, now it's time to move on to immortal magicians and your psychic alignment. Immortal magicians are the highest level of psychic power attainable by a human. Many immortal magicians have existed through history and, in fact, even today. Aside from myself and Bigfoot, there are three other active immortal magicians living on Earth as of this writing. I am in psychic combat with all of them. <laughs> Literally, no one likes me. <laughs> so there's so there's five. There's the author, there's Bigfoot, and there's their three adversaries, and they're in like a pentagram configuration. They're, they're all fighting each other. <laughs> they're Amazing. all they all hate each other. We're just I fucking <laughs> Fucking no, no, no. The other four are all in a group text. It's just this one asshole who just J.R. Fleming is out there like fucking incel oh. immortal incel immortal magician out there posting on psychic Reddit, just blasting them. <laughs> no, Sean, Sean, I think you're right. I think that everybody else hates him and mm-hmm. they have each individually been like, oh no, those guys don't want to talk to you. They don't like you. Yep. <laughs> the, whole, the entire species have done that. Don't, don't, don't talk to the blood bonded apes. I tried it. They don't want to hear from, don't talk to the aliens. Even <laughs> earlier, he was like, I'm in, I'm in, I contact Bigfoot all the time. He doesn't want to talk about anything. Like, <laughs> Bigfoot's just really polite. He's like, yeah, I got to out of the center of the earth here i gotta retreat from a public view there was a cia thing right i have one more bullet point one more bigfoot bullet point when when they, someone calls you to change your long distance provider they don't need to hear about all your problems just like let them do their sales pitch uh. <laughs> bigfoot i couldn't help but notice you erased all memory of your existence from every human on earth on earth it's it's so good that i'm a, an immortal magician and it didn't work on me and he's like yeah, I, re- I remembered you were an immortal magician for sure. <laughs> for sure, that's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ch- changing my fucking Bigfoot phone number again. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> uh, let's go through some notable psychics and immortal magicians. First, there is uh, Merlin and Maragoth. Obviously. These two Classics. men were called wizard. A wizard is just a colloquial term for a mortal magician. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, both brothers were gifted in the arts of elemental psychic control often called magic which gave them complete control over the elements merlin was gifted in controlling water and wind while his brother was skilled in manipulating fire and dust <laughs> okay <laughs> I the master of blow dryer <laughs> matches <laughs> I mean, usually they go. Usually they go with earth for that because that uh-huh. is like mudslides, earthquakes, boulders. I mean, really, they did him dirty by saying he just he just likes playing with dust. Did him yeah. dirty. 
It's a really dick way to he put likes, it. He <laughs> likes fire and he likes just little powder stuff you find on the ground. Either that or it's specifically <laughs> just like dust, like dead skin cells that accumulate. Yeah. And he's like, fucking Merlin gets water and wind. Get dust. <laughs> the four elements. Earth, wind, fire, milk. <laughs> I would say my allergy because I'm pretty allergic to dust. I would be taken down. Yeah, see, not so funny now. Uh, they did actually have a falling out, a long and involved story uh, about how they were abducted and they were like raised aboard alien rival spaceships. They were trained in psychic warfare and sent back to Earth uh, to assist Bigfoot. But Maragoth like fell to the temptations of evil and he mm. stole a starship and took off into space, never to be heard from again. Well, so Merlin. This spaceship, he doesn't tell us what kind, because we only know the one kind so far. Zola, Zola Zaxian. Zolixian, right. Yeah, I, like his, I guess he just assumes we, we remember that. We'll just yeah, maybe ahead. he's maybe he's uh, he hosted that treacherous conference where the Red Aliens stole uh, Bigfoot sperm to... Those little bastards. To artificially inseminate... I'm not racist, I just... Apes? Oh, this Red Aliens... It's always Red Aliens, isn't it? Wretched... Wretched. <laughs> uh, uh, let's get back to an actual quote. Merlin was tragically unappreciated and only thought of as a trickster or worse, an advisor. No, I'd advisor. argue he's the most famous wizard of all time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Merlin was unsuccessful in his mission, but his legacy lived on. His DNA was collected and has been used in multiple subspecies of blood-bonded apes. Oh, okay. Perfect. There, there are blood-bonded apes out there that are part Merlin. Uh, so This is going to sound like a dumb question, but if he's an immortal magician, like he's still around, right? Uh, no. The very next sentence, Merlin died in 1596 in France after falling from a horse. <laughs> No, come on. <laughs> oh, man. If oh. you were an immortal magician and you could control wind and water, you But you can't control to... horse. That's another yeah, element. You, failed... <laughs> horse. you failed to account for the element of horse. Exactly. <laughs> Lesser brother Morco controls horse. <laughs> <laughs> I love the sentence Merlin died in 1596 France after falling from a horse. So good. That's how that's uh, that's how like a, a forgotten celebrity dies and then you're like yeah. no Merlin yeah. died a sad story. But... He died uh. in a skiing accident. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sunny Merlin. Uh let's let's explore some <laughs> I'm glad I'm not afraid of the <laughs> I'm not afraid of the Bono estate. <laughs> I just want Cher to like me. <laughs> Let's explore some more notable psychics and immortal magicians, such as Merlin Two. <laughs> no, that's not a joke. Merlin Two oh, created created by aliens using Merlin's DNA. Merlin Two was a failed experiment who eventually became too powerful for the aliens to handle. In their arrogance, the red aliens thought they could create a clone uh -huh. plus, which which is a genetic clone <laughs> of, an, of an immortal magician with tweaks added to increase or suppress certain qualities. Okay. Uh, they added okay, some, it, like, horse defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
they had to they had to put some more points into horse on this run. <laughs> right. Yeah, this one is no longer weak to horse, but he, he does take double damage from milk. <laughs> but what are the odds? Uh, <laughs> uh, Merlin, the clone plus is what they call is Amazing. what they call them. It's just a clone with elbow pads, so you don't die when you fall. <laughs> Uh, in this case, Merlin 2 was given the ability to use multiple psychic abilities at the same time and even able to stack multiple instances of the same ability. Oh, shit. He's getting straight into card game shit. You called yeah, it so far is... in advance. <laughs> you can stack buffs now that we've we've done Clone Plus and turned Merlin into Merlin 2 and he can stack buffs. Mm-hmm. I I feel like his description is is so technical of like the exact points that are allocated to everything. It may be belies. He's being a little casual <clears throat> about it. I think he has great technical knowledge. I think he's got all the stats, mm-hmm. he, and he just he doesn't want to reveal them. Right. He just doesn't yep. want it. He knows he's a good writer. He knows he doesn't want to get bogged down in a technical manual. A technical manual is something else. And if you're interested. In more, this is like a this is like a one hundred and one. This is Bigfoot Cosmic War survey class. And if you want to delve in deeper, you can specialize in Blood Bonded Eight. <laughs> this is just a, a really early like <clears throat> game design document. This guy's writing like he's like designing a a video game or a card game. And and I was joking earlier, but I do think he took that and and adapted it into his novel. Or whatever this is. I'm not joking when I say this would fucking whip so much ass as a game. I would kickstart it right now. I would... <laughs> it does need some work, but yes, it's a great start. Yeah, I mean, out he of... needs to get the mechanics nailed down, but goddamn the world building. You know, out of out of every pitch I've heard in the past few years, I would absolutely give $58 to this game and... and three years later, not have received this whole thing. <laughs> yep. I was going to say, there's no way. I would do it, and I would I would be disappointed when I got the email later. It was just like, there's been a personal tragedy in the Bigfoot family, uh, yeah. of which I consider myself a member. I'm not, technically, uh, and they don't want to talk to me in the, in this time of need. But, but, I, but the <laughs> uh, Merlin 2's irresponsible use of exponential psychic meditation there's another signature move in mm. the year 722 AD led to a psychic event which inadvertently split our timeline into two a problem that was not rectified for 240 years when a powerful psychic named Angor was able to reunite the timelines by forcing Merlin 2 into an adjacent dimension where he still exists yeah. okay Andy. Well, that's so now a happy three ending for him. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, thanks to Angor, which won't believe it, Angor the Wise was born into an alternate timeline from our own, considered an incomplete dimension because it was torn from our own by Angor uh, <laughs> through, <laughs> through much psychic meditation. Angor was able to realize that the only way to reunite the timelines again would be to reverse time and neutralize Merlin too. After much contemplation, Angor traveled backwards through time and eliminated Merlin too, erasing his own timeline, his friends and families, his own dimension and himself in the process. So, God, we owe so much to Angor. What yeah, a sacrifice. Poor. So yeah. How does this guy remember Angor? Right. So that's why he's not found in the fossil record. That really wraps right. it up with a bow, doesn't right. it? <laughs> yeah, that's convenient. Convenient that. 
Yeah, pour pour anger. Pour one out. Pour one out for anger. Pour some psychic Bigfoot milk out for the man who erased himself in order to destroy Merlin too. Uh, Along with his friends and family. And a big chunk of a dimension. <laughs> uh, you know, Angor, from, in a lot of ways, Angor might be uh, our dimension's greatest terrorist. <laughs> that was a that was a psychic time traveling suicide bomb, and uh, it, I'm sick of glorifying him. <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't be on. He shouldn't be on a T-shirt. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> shouldn't be sold a fucking hot topic, Angor. <laughs> uh, next are the Wayward Sisters. Who, oh pi- who pioneered the psychic art of psychic prophetic triangulation, which is Whoa. an extremely reliable method of seeing the future, which involves three adept psychics able to locate and converge on particular events or people, much like a GPS. Are they triplets? Uh, yes, I believe so. Oh. Are they sexy Asian triplets with samurai swords? They might have been, I'm sorry, the sisters all died at once in a cavern collapse in 1205 AD. Oh, man. Didn't see that one coming, though. Took Either did they. <laughs> <laughs> they might like just be stuck in that cavern very, very grumpy. <laughs> Wondering what the fuck is going on out there. Is anyone going to dig us out ever? We're immortal. Just <laughs> only, only able to hang out with Bigfoot at the center of the earth. Just like, God damn it, I'm so sick of that guy. Yeah, I'm telling you, if I was immortal, I would never go in a cavern because that's the kind of shit that happens. It collapses on you and then you're just stuck there forever. No caverns, oh, yeah. no boats. Yeah, no boats. Absolutely no boats. Never, never talk to J.R. Fleming. He's going to mentally page you. Don't answer. Or <laughs> forever is a long time to be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. That's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, uh, let me let me ask you something. Either one of you guys. If you're laying in bed tonight, you know you're you're winding down. You're trying to you're trying to quiet the mental timeline, and you're you you know you're doing the ritual where you close your eyes, you pretend you're asleep until you are actually asleep. Right? This this like bridge between two mental worlds. And J.R. Fleming pages you, and he's like, "Hey, I saw you read my book." You would tell him, you would say, you know what? I'm really busy right now. <laughs> I am, you know, right. This is a bad time. I am just, I'm trying to go to sleep. I've actually, I've got my eyes closed and I'm laying down. That's how close I am to sleeping. You told me yourself this was rude. Mm-hmm. What are you Come doing on, Jair. Actually, uh, my process for going to sleep uh, is not exactly the same. I like to uh, sit there and think about something very intensely. And then once my thoughts completely unravel and they stop like being coherent, I'm like, oh, good. I'm finally going to sleep. Like that's like that, that incoherent subconscious will slip into my thoughts. And then I know I'm about to fall asleep. So actually talking to J.R. Fleming would be a normal part of my sleep process. Hearing, <laughs> hearing this guy ramble about his nonsense. Yeah. Like eight <laughs> minutes into him reciting the stats of various big feet. You're just like, yeah, he's plus. He's a swamp wimple and his plus eight milk. And you're like, fucking. Oh, it's so weird. Oh, it's so weird. Oh, this is going to be a weird dream. <laughs> uh, of course, Bigfoot himself is is on this list of immortal psychics. Uh, of course, there's Bigfoot, who was mentor to many other immortal magicians, including Buddha, Ibris the Great, and J.R. Fleming. And of course, uh, of me. Course. <laughs> Buddha. 
with Merlin and me. <laughs> uh, Buddha, Buddha, of course, uh, well-known Bigfoot psychic. It's established. <laughs> Jesus Christ was also a helpful neutral type Bigfoot psychic. I was just going to okay. ask if the G's was involved in this. He is, sure of course. I think it's bold to say he's a neutral type. Uh, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't know that I I'm gonna go ahead and say that in the main book about Jesus he had a pretty firm stance on demons. <laughs> yeah, he was uh he was he was maybe I all right, I'll give you chaotic good at best. <laughs> chaotic good, but not not true neutral. Jesus was not true neutral. Uh Jesus was helpful and neutral, meaning that he helped people too much and flaunted the social hierarchy. This, unfortunately, led to the government viewing him as a problem and executing him, which is an interesting way to phrase that. Uh, He goes on to say, Now, it is a shame, because I believe that if Jesus had lived longer, he could have had a positive impact on the history of mankind. That's incredible. That is the most unhinged take I have ever heard about the life of Jesus of Nazareth. That is incredible. (laughs) It's never the sentences he thinks you're not going to believe. He just fucking throws that out there. Imagine, I'm going to say that next time I'm talking to a Christian who's going off to, I'd be like, yeah, man, it is a shame what happened to Jesus. I really think if he lived longer, he could have had a positive impact on mankind. He had a lot lot of potential. He could have turned it around in the back half. (laughs) I mean, he He was was getting there. He was getting there. He just buckled down, but yeah, too young, man. Too young. Never got the chance. Uh, Moses was a psychic water type magician. Oh, that's... He was a war turtle. (laughs) He was. I love that that's what you do. You read the Bible and you're like, oh yeah, psychic water type. I got it. Uh, Ebrus the Great, mentioned earlier, he was a master over chaotic magic. Ebrus dedicated himself fully to chaos at any cost. Ebrus traveled Europe in the 15th century, spreading chaos wherever he went. In some places, he healed the sick. In other places, he rained down fire on entire villages, seemingly at random. See, this is this is true neutral. Ebrus changed <laughs> yeah. the lives of those he encountered, for better or worse, or even neutral. <laughs> you, you changed okay let me read that again seemingly at random Ebrus changed the lives of those he encountered for better or worse or even neutral <laughs> he changed it for neutral he changed your life for neutral <laughs> I have made your placemats blue farewell <laughs> you have no opinions I know <laughs> remember Ebrus remember uh, there's a there's a psychic Bigfoot wipe coming. Remember, uh, after many years of study, Ebrus the Great became Ebrus the Humble and spent the last half of his life returning to his previous victims, rectifying his actions, healing individuals who were made sick again, and once again raising villages which were returned to their previous. Oh my God, <laughs> unblowing un- up villages. Yeah, of course. No, no, no. He unneutral my placemats. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. No, no, no. Healing individuals who were made sick and raising villages which were returned to their previous states. Um, So, like, all the people who died are, like, they're back. I I believe so, yes. But he's just going around only making up for his own meddling, not for good or evil. Uh, Ibris was never able to attain true neutrality due to his attachment to it. 
So uh, did he go back uh, to yeah. the people he did good things for and like, like, yes, fuck him over? Yep. He went back and like, if he did good for you, he fucked you over. Okay. That's, uh, that's so what weird. Mr. Beast is going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at 100 motherfuckers blind. Click here. I stole a thousand prosthetics. <laughs> 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 uh, he's a true neutral magician we all know it uh, he's a true neutral immortal Bigfoot magician uh, <laughs> Ibris was never able to attain true neutrality because he wanted it too badly he yeah. could have learned a lesson from Buddha Ibris the humble died in 1492 after falling from his horse <laughs> No, no. Yes. No. yes. No. After, oh my God. Let me finish. Ebris the Humble died in 1492 after falling from his horse while crossing a river. That's it. That's the line. Oh my God. That's like mixing his his Merlin story with Columbus. <laughs> he died in 14, 1492 like, after discovering I can see how America. his like, brain is firing now. Yeah. After running his water horse, using Moses to enchant a water horse that he ran across the sea to find America, but tragically fell off of the water horse and died. Which is the only way, I guess, to kill. No, you can collapse the cavern on him, too. Man, they're not well, that we immortal. Don't know they're dead. Like I said, they, they might still be in there. Just Well, straight up, Ebers the Humble and Merlin fucking died after falling from yeah. horses. Uh, Rasputin, also an immortal magician. If you wore a bike helmet as an immortal wizard, you'd be completely immune to death. Bike helmet technology was not invented until mm. Craig Helmet, who was an immortal magician who lived in the 17th century. I don't know. Um, Unfortunately, he was erased from existence in order to save us from Merlin III. <laughs> uh, Rasputin was also uh, an immortal magician. His ability was to reshuffle the future and sell it to the czars. Whoa. Right? I thought his ability was just like being very, very hard to kill. No, I mean, I guess there's that, which, you know, a mortal magician, uh, you would have needed, nobody tried horse on on him. That's true. (laughs) What was his element type? Was he like a fire type or a water type? Uh, He was a future type. He could reshuffle, he could psychically reshuffle the future. They didn't Mm -hmm. say change or predict. They said psychically, he said psychically reshuffle. Which okay. that son of a bitch used it to sell shuffled futures to the czars. How many rolls did they get? He's like, here, roll this die for the future. <laughs> it uh, it depends Adam. on how many blood bonded apes they were able to kill before visiting right. uh, Rasputin. You got to bank. You got to bank those points. Uh, Nostradamus, of course, uh, of, of about Nostradamus. Only J.R. Fleming has to say this: in another dimension, each and every one of Nostradamus's prophecies came true. in this timeline he is seen as a fool and mocked by early morning tv show hosts okay that guy heard a wacky zoo crew making fun of nostradamus he's like i'm gonna fucking get back at them when i write my bigfoot book (laughs) i love the i i love the idea that this guy psychically talks to bigfoot and is continually getting the cold shoulder like not now bro i'm like i'm in a psychic war like just we'll do this later and then he's like in contact and he has all this secret psychic knowledge and he has time to turn on like uh uh, the today show he's watching hour three of the today show and he's like you fools (laughs) (laughs) 
God, uh, God damn you, Kathy Lee. God damn you. Mocking Nostradamus. In another dimension, he's right about everything. <laughs> Fool. <laughs> but not right about this one. He specifically said they were coming to this one, right. so he just didn't know, I guess. Let's meet another immortal magician. There is Star Wizard. Fantastic is his, name. Is that his given name? <laughs> I'll read you the description of Star Wizard. Is, is he a 1981 arcade game? <laughs> uh, the description of Star Wizard is, not much is known about Star Wizard. <laughs> Insert coin to play Star Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next is River Jeremiah Jones. Okay. River Jeremiah Jones was born in 1952. And though he is unaware of his own psychic abilities, he has had a profound impact on the world. <laughs> this his... book is going to be a real shock to River Jeremiah Jones. <laughs> 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 you wait, wait for it. His unique form of latent psychic meditation is a force for good in the world, much like Bigfoot's meditation. River became an immortal magician after a strong dose of LSD in 1969. Mm, same. Same. <laughs> same. Yeah. That's exactly why I'm a Bigfoot. Uh, I, I acid Bigfoot, they call me. <laughs> River Jones lives in Arizona and makes a living by crafting macrame bee jewelry that he sells by the highway. <laughs> the most gifted wizard it doing is, whatever, living the dream it is widely agreed among psychics that revealing River's true nature to him would disrupt his meditation so his <laughs> true nature is kept many believe River is able to pass psychic energy into the macrame beads he uses as an amulet River oh, Jones's no. unique hemp jewelry is highly sought out by the psychic community I have some terrible news, guys. Every time I buy macrame jewelry, I scream to them, you are the chosen one! And then I run away. <laughs> I, I had to have fucking blown this secret. You are the oh, reason shit. we lost the Bigfoot War. One through so four. Bad. You're the reason so we're on bad. Bigfoot War five. This is Dimension six. We've had to start over so many times. Poor Agrabar the Wise or what the fuck ever. He keeps having to erase his son because of you. <laughs> I love... Okay, so far... Let's recap. This guy is super psychic. His psychic meditation that he doesn't know he's doing is, is like one of the only things keeping the pillars of the world upright. And he is channeling it into macrame bead jewelry that he sells mm -hmm. by the highway. Now, all of the world's psychics know this and drive by his stand on the highway <laughs> and presumably haggle for beads. And he's like, or like they're all I'd look, I only got four bucks. And he's like, ah, all right, all right. He gives him the bracelet. And what, what's really going on is this bracelet allows you to shoot fire blasts or whatever, but you can right. never tell him. This is you're taking deep advantage of River Jones. Oh, this is so bad for this guy. I'm gonna go find him and tell him. You gotta he's in Arizona <laughs> by the highway selling beads. Like I I've lived in Arizona for years. I know where this guy is. I'm gonna go tell him. <laughs> You know, the fact that he is just set up by the highway and, you know, cars don't stop on the highway. That's the thing on the highway. Mm -hmm. And this guy, once the psychics found out and they all, I mean, 
you know, that's got to be instantaneous, the psychic gossip, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like once the word goes out, everybody knows instantly, mm-hmm. except for River. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, this guy sets up out on the highway, picks a new spot, and cars just start stopping. And they're like, I'll take whatever you got. And he's like, this highway is great. That's how we fucking <laughs> rules. Everybody I should finally, do this. Yeah, I finally found the place to sell my macrame beads. It, this, and he probably fights. You know, if there's anybody he thinks is going to take his spot, he probably fights with them. I got here first. No, you know. he's a giving man. He's down there telling the orange guy at the intersection, like, yeah. dude, you got a setup on the highway. I know you think it's the intersection. It's fucking he's crazy. Like, He's like, I wish that orange guy would leave, and the guy just explodes into confetti. <laughs> <laughs> Holy right. shit. How did that what are the odds? <laughs> no, man, psychics stop here all the time. They have mad money, dude. <laughs> <laughs> psychics are fucking chumps. Uh, for reasons unknown to him, some psychic individuals will occasionally engage in bidding wars, uh, ensuring that he's able to make a comfortable living selling his jewelry. So every once in a while, <laughs> so there will be a bidding war over a piece. But otherwise, he has to just go out to the highway and hawk it. But he's able. Don't worry, guys. He's. I'll give you 12 bucks for the fireball bracelet. I mean, the regular bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> like, not enough to afford, you know, health insurance. But he's got a, he's got a comfortable living. <laughs> amongst psychics, these, these tools have been known to resell. Pay attention to that word. Amongst psychics, they have been known to resell for up to $10,000 or more. God damn it. So they're reselling. They even they give Fucking... him the benefit of like a hundred dollar bidding mm-hmm. war and then resell it for ten thousand on psychic Etsy or whatever. Well, that's the thing is psychic eBay has got to be crazy because you know what everybody else is willing to bid. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was cute. Uh, <laughs> uh, there ends on an important footnote. If you happen to encounter River Jeremiah Jones, do not interact with him or tell him of his extremely special state. Fucking, you'll fucking ruin it for everybody. <laughs> that was already heavily implied, but I'm glad he spelled he it out for the reader. Why is he writing about this guy in the book? Why is he writing about this guy in the book? He could have not said anything and it wouldn't have changed right. you fucked any. Up. You fucked up. You collapsed right. the entire fireball bracelet market overnight. <laughs> now he's just fucking pumping them out. It's just everybody has three of them. Uh, Asset X is a mysterious time traveler from the future who has saved the world. Did you say Asset X? Asset. Asset X. Like a, like a, like an X-Force. Like a, like a Marvel character. uh, He's a mysterious time traveler from the future who has saved the world multiple times. No need to say more. Portal (laughs) children. The the portal children. Fuck yeah. Are exactly what they sound like. No need to say more. (laughs) <laughs> like no. between star wizard asset x and portal children those are the ones i want to know about the most but you're like listen let me tell you about river jeremiah jones <laughs> fucking talk to me about the star last one he should talk about he will not shut up yeah you were not supposed to talk about river jeremiah jones you are supposed to talk about star wizard and the portal children my favorite prog rock band <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, oh, get your fucking claps ready for this next section. Oh no! Uh, the and the 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 list of immortal psychic magicians ends with and you. There are psychics oh. everywhere. Oh no! One me. one gentleman from China is able to communicate psychically with a local horse. 
Oh shit, Merlin! Yeah, this guy fucking killed all those wizards. <laughs> this son of a bitch. We have a lead suspect. I, okay, I want to specify it's uh, that, that, that this is. I'm reading the actual text. A gentleman from China is able to communicate psychically with a local horse. This horse is also psychic, <laughs> and he is not the only one. Many horses are psychic. Okay, oh. so far so good. Mm-hmm. That's the end of that section. That's the end okay. of that section okay. for now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought uh, he was going to have like a problematic name or something. The Chinese, yeah. of course, murder murder our best and brightest psychics with their with their horse blasts, with, right. with their horse powers. Other unscrupulous psychics use their powers for evil or personal gain, such as door to door vacuum salesmen. Who have <laughs> this guy just <laughs> he over he's like listening to the radio show, hates this radio show. Some guy comes to his fucking door trying to sell a vacuum. That guy's going in the book. He's psychic, <laughs> you goddamn psychic son of a bitch. Uh, such as door to door vacuum salesmen who have a psychic advantage when attempting to influence others. <laughs> honestly, honestly, without psychic influence, would door to door vacuum salesmen even exist? I don't think so. He, that is a good point and a, a solid Gallagher joke. <laughs> that is the perfect, <laughs> perfect setup to explode a watermelon with your mind. Uh, whether intentional or not, the psychic vacuum salesmen are a clear example of human nature poisoning psychic potential. <laughs> okay. Fucking <laughs> hate. Like, this is a... This is a venom. It has only been reserved for red aliens up until this point. (laughs) I just love that, like, he's given three examples of, like, modern psychics. And, like, one of them's selling vacuums door-to-door. One of them's selling macrame on the highway. And then one is just talking to a horse. (laughs) And potentially murdering murdering fucking Merlin and his brother. I just realized if the Chinese government finds out about this psychic man and his psychic horse, they are going to crossbreed them to create a Yao Ming centaur. I'm just saying they have a history of doing it. Obvious to me with the guy with the horse and his psychic connection to the horse, it's obvious that he was controlling the other horses that were killing off all the other wizards. It's right there. It's right there, people. (laughs) You've got your fucking board tacked up and you're drawing like vacuum salesmen or connecting up to psychic horse murder and like the Chinese in <laughs> yeah. big circles. It's not a racist thing. It's not a racist thing. <laughs> let me, like, let me walk uh, you through the graph. You draw the horse vulva. That's a spell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's time to talk about psychic beards. Psychic beards. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> psychic beards and psychic hair in general are a phenomenon that allow us to channel our psychic energy through each hair from follicle to tip, enhancing our psychic potential. For this reason, I wholeheartedly recommend that psychics grow their hair and beards as long as possible. Bigfoot has a psychic beard. I have a psychic beard. I will admit that that in recent years, as we have gone fully weird, I decided that I was going to grow my hair out to my terminal length because I heard it would make me more psychic. Hell yeah, it will. It work. That's, that's, a, that's a lady beard. Right, right. And my hair is extremely long now and it hasn't stopped growing yet. So I'm interested to see how long it's going to take for me to get to be psychic. Uh, do lady psychics still shave their legs? 
Um, I do sometimes. Why? I didn't hear. I didn't hear anything about leg hair being part of it. I thought it was okay. just the hair yeah. on my head because it's like so close to my brain, and then it makes like psychic antenna once it gets to the oh, terminal right. length. Mm-hmm. But if you're a psychic kick type who launches sonic right. waves yes. with their psychic right. kicks, you do want to grow that leg hair out yeah, for right, right. plus two mm. to uh, right. sonic damage. i want to read that last sentence one more time because i love the smugness in it i wholeheartedly recommend that psychics grow their hair and beards as long as possible bigfoot has a psychic beard i i have a psychic beard even some aliens have them oh Oh, shit i've never heard of a hairy alien except obviously bigfoot but i except for et's huge Bush of pubes. <laughs> <laughs> Had to edit them out. That was the first edit. But even before the walkie-talkie thing, it was the, the controversial pube edit. <laughs> Trailing behind him, ruining that shot of the moon. <laughs> Whipping in the wind. <laughs> God, the fucking places we've gone in this book. Uh, aliens- I'm having a great time. Alien psychic beards. Uh, he just dropped that one and moved right the fuck on. Yep. Like just, mine. <laughs> the author. Like me. Like me and Bigfoot. And Bigfoot's over there like, fucking guy's jocking my style. I don't want to shave my beard, but I'm tired of him saying, look at us, we're like twins. Me and Tyler <laughs> you may have noticed that many immortal magicians have died after suddenly falling from a horse. I we did. did. I we, did. We have been talking about that, yes. As mentioned previously, horses are very psychic animals. It is often thought that some horses have a malicious nature. Okay. How... <laughs> God damn it. Let me get through the so rest I also of think sentence. this author may have fallen off a horse. Yeah, I think he was. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a horse bit him when he was trying to feed a carrot or something. Or he went to the petting zoo and the horses were like, no, no, get that guy the fuck out of here. We do not like that one. <laughs> Fucking evil psychic vacuum salesman horse. It is often thought that some horses have a malicious nature. However, they are able to conceal their powers, even from immortal magicians. <laughs> not, not me, though. I'm way too clever for them, says author of Bigfoot Magician. <laughs> so you, he has just said, I can't tell if a horse is psychic, but I just know it. And they're he malicious. Yeah. Uh, horses may also be more susceptible to demonic influence than the average psychic animal. For this oh. reason, psychics should avoid horses if possible. <laughs> okay, so this, I mean, this is just like a chronicle between the vacuum cleaner salesman, which I have never seen in real life, <laughs> and, and a horse attack. Like, this guy clearly has a list mm-hmm. of enemies. Right. Yeah, he had a very Going specific down. morning show hosts, <laughs> vacuum salesmen, petting zoos, uh, the unbearded, just any. I'm assuming, I'm assuming the red aliens are like a metaphor for somebody that has wronged him. Uh, oh yeah. I don't. I don't want the. I don't want to get a clap here, so I'm not gonna say. Uh, <laughs> I just. I just want to say it one more time. Horses may also be more susceptible to demonic influence than the average psychic animal. For this reason, psychics should avoid horses if possible. Right. Has there been mention of any other psychic animals in the book so far? 
I'm glad you asked. I also know of a psychic cockatiel that can see the future of those around him. Unfortunately, being a bird. Give me a cookie. Unfortunately, being a bird with no ability to vocalize his thoughts, he speaks through his companion psychic human who receives the bird's psychic messages and reveals uh, them to those whose future is at stake. Okay. Wow, this guy uh, believes anybody with a bird. <laughs> the bird does. It's not even the bird saying shit. It's somebody being like, "I the I haven't trained the bird to speak the future. The bird is psychic, but he blasts me with the psychic messages." Uh, it's, can the cockatiel not, a, not talk? Can't a cockatiel mm-hmm. talk like a parrot? They can. Okay. <laughs> so, so it's it's a weird fucking double triple step. <laughs> the, like wow, involved in the madness. Don't worry, we're still going. As a side note, (laughs) demons tend to be attracted to carnivores the most. They tend to feed on negative psychic energy. It makes sense that those who take life for no reason would generate negative wavelengths that demons feed off of. So, uh, they eat the beef energy. They eat your beef energy. Demons uh, eat your psychic beef energy, and that's a fact. Mm. Yeah. Is this, is the author a vegetarian? The act certainly radiates harmful wavelengths from all involved. In today's world, it is the vegan and fruitarian that safeguards themselves from demonic infestation by remaining clear of the stench of death. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna assume he's a vegan. Yeah, you gotta assume. It sounds it sounds like it, yeah. That's... And this is like a common this is a common concept. Uh the idea of this quantity called loosh that demons feed off of. And uh, one of the big conspiracy theories in the world of, uh, of this woo woo stuff is that uh, aliens, demons, nobody's ever quite sure exactly what they are, but they feed off of negative energy. And that's what makes you like break up and lose your job and get in mm-hmm. car wrecks and stuff like that is the demons are making you do it so they can eat your sadness, which, uh, which tastes like beef. Yeah. Apparently so. I did. I, that's the part I didn't know about. Mm, right. This is right. this is such premium sadness. This is a steak. This is a steak of psychic sadness. <laughs> such tragedy. Uh, uh, okay. The vegan and fruitarian safeguards themselves from demonic infestation by remaining clear of the stench of death. Ooh, unfortunately. With the modern knowledge of psychic plants, we are also presented with another moral quandary. Oh, no. (laughs) There is some effort in the psychic community to breed non-psychic fruit trees and other non-psychic staples, such as tomatoes, rice, and corn. Unfortunately, not much progress has been made. Because all plants are psychic. Mm -hmm. Once tomatoes learn mind powers, it's like, God, what are we (laughs) supposed to eat then? (laughs) Tomatoes, rice, and corn. All way too psychic. You can't even. You're trying to fucking eugenics the psychic out of out of these these poor plants. Trying to make a corn plant without a soul is that not is that not a demonic act? You are definitely yeah. you are the demon. You are the demon to the corn. The corn is it up sounds there. Sounds like you're describing the history of America, designing a corn plant without a soul. That's like the story of our country. <laughs> yeah, that's certainly the name of, of somebody's biography out there. This book has pushed me to the point where I'm like, if everybody is psychic, including the corn, is anybody psychic? Is, is anybody truly great? 
Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if everybody is, anybody like notably psychic? Because it doesn't seem that way. Everybody, <laughs> everybody would then be involved in their war against people taking advantage of them. If everybody's psychic, every level, the corn is like, fucking people, fucking goddamn animals keep eating us, keep eating us. Right. Even though we're psychic, they're feeding on our energy, and then the, we're feeding off the animal psychic energy. The demons are feeding off of us. It seems like they're fighting a losing battle. I think that, you know, everyone needs to eat what they need to eat. Just shut up. <laughs> Part of what I think bothers me about this book is that there's hardly any actionable advice. Like, right, not eating right. meat is something we can do at home. But other than that, he just kind of hates horses. And tell, I guess he told us not to call Bigfoot. So that's something we <laughs> can do. Don't call Bigfoot. Don't trust horses. Never buy anything from a vacuum salesman. But conversely, right. always buy some beads from a guy on the highway. Yes, because it might be him. There's some very specific <laughs> advice in here. It's just very specifically applied. I don't eat corn. It's psychic. You may be surprised to learn. Probably not at this point. You may be surprised to learn that a majority of dinosaurs were highly psychic beings. In fact... It was their inherent psychic powers that initially drew the demons to our realm. Fucking dinosaurs brought the demons. Okay. I find this difficult to fact check. Hmm. The rest of it, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure this is all peer reviewed. But this one, I'm like, I don't know how he could know this. Well, I feel like uh, a lot of this psychic knowledge seems to travel through time. There's a lot of... Mm elements to this that are not bonded to the linear flow of time yeah, so you once you start point. yeah once you start you know using your mind crystals or your mind juggler mm-hmm. to you know travel through time it, you know you can go and see what the dinosaurs are doing and you travel through time and you're like hello and the dinosaurs like oh shit a psychic ape and you're like oh that that's, that's racist me. <laughs> not allowed to say that <laughs> but i also feel like if you're the psychic scientist who discovers psychic powers in corn you'd say do you know what this means psychic dinosaurs and no one would question you they would be like yeah of, of right course it if corn was right. psychic everything would be psychic at yeah. that point yeah i think, I think everything yeah everything is everything is psychic uh aside from the loch ness monster and a few other saps Subsurface, <laughs> subsurface, <laughs> subsurface aquatic psychic beings. That doesn't, that does, that's not how that breaks down. Yeah. Y- y'all, why did you have to call them saps? It would be sap with a B, right? Uh, but no, he, he, he writes specifically SAPS, aside from the Loch Ness Monster and a few other fucking saps. Very, 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 very few psychic dinosaurs can still be found in the wild. That's because dumbass. <laughs> that's because demons are responsible for the extinction of the dinosaurs. They were the first victims of the demons. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the demons uh, summoned the meteor, or does, is this like a completely different theory on dinosaur extinction? I think they must have just eaten their beef waves they ate, ate the, the beef waves they ate the dinosaurs beef waves until they died of a beef wave mm-hmm. deficiency okay yes which is happened. what scurvy is yeah <laughs> i don't know it's all it's all coming together it's all making sense at this we're, point yeah we're really, really i told you it's all coming together the last we really just need to explore the crystals as mentioned earlier there are many ape crystals 
<laughs> Every time. There are many eighth crystals, aka demon crystals, which are buried in the ground. These crystals are created by blood-bonded apes and contain powerful demons. They should mm-hmm. be protected if possible. There are also chaos crystals, which are crystals of dark psychic energy created by strong psychic apes. I'm sorry, by strong chaotic psychic apes. That's okay, a, it's a specific type. It's capitalized. Mm. So chaotic psychic ape is a type of psychic ape, which creates chaos crystals. Of course, okay. that needs to be clarified. Sure, yeah. Uh, created by strong chaotic psychic apes and further replicated by CIA chaos machines. Whoa. Yeah, they're harnessing, they're taking the pure power of chaotic psychic apes and, uh, and replicating them. Why wouldn't you? Now, this is this guy keeps making asides where the aside could be a whole book. There's CIA chaotic psychic machines. They've made machines that create <laughs> psychic energy and induce chaos. Like, tell me more about that. No, moves right on. Harness them into crystals based on the powers of chaotic psychic apes. End of statement. It also, it makes it yeah. sound like they t- they get the chaos crystal and then they put it in a machine and then they have two chaos crystals. Is that what I'm understanding? I think, they, I think that is. I think they're duplicating okay. duplicating chaos crystals. These crystals are made of concentrated energy that radiates chaotic psychic energy in every direction. When demon crystals are exposed to chaos crystals for an extended period, the demon crystals will vibrate until they shatter. Releasing the demon. Releasing the demon. That's why the CIA knows this and has worked hard to ensure that chaos crystals are distributed to every major U.S. city. But why are our tax dollars going to, like, a pro-demon agenda? Uh, That's (laughs) the government, baby. That's what taxes are. Taxes (laughs) are Even on a Fox News poll, it's like 88% anti-demon. Like, the American people do not want demons. This is bullshit. I'm going to go ahead and send you uh, the propaganda poster trying to get you involved in the in the war uh, for the demon crystals. People want demon control. I mean, you, you can just look at it because it's funny to look at, but I'm going to read it. All right. The top says demon crystals in space. And there are, of course, demon crystals in space orbiting. There are thousands of demon crystals orbiting the Earth. These special crystals, created specifically for space, are sent into orbit (laughs) using unique meditation methods employed by some species of blood-bonded ape. In recent years, red aliens have begun to collect them and either utilize Mm. them as an energy source, thus destroying the demons trapped within, or transporting them to faraway places, presumably to be stored or destroyed. Two years ago, the CIA gained the technology to reclaim some of these using satellite technology. So far, they have been un- they have been able to unleash hundreds of demons into America with no plans to stop anytime soon. This has angered the aliens. Consider joining <laughs> the interdimensional cosmic war so we can finally bring this demonic invasion to an end. This is incredible. It's beautiful, too. There's like a cosmic skyscape, <laughs> yeah. and it's got like a white text that's... Sort of, you know, a thin white text over the cosmos, which looks really nice. Beautiful, shining crystals that looks like original art. I don't... We should <laughs> reverse it. image this. He might have stolen this art, but it looks like original art. I don't know. It's filled with art that seems to be solicited by people, which implies... I mean, that 
with that subspecies art that I sent you guys, that was a bunch of different drawings. So either he's just grabbing. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's talking about the specific subspecies he's talking about, though. So he's. Are there many people that believe specifically this? You'd be surprised. I, you know, I, there's so much of this stuff, and and we uh, we read about stuff like this all the time. Very many people who believe strongly in one or two parts of this will take all of the rest of it totally in stride. The immortal magician Merlin fell off a horse. That sounds like something that happens. He didn't have his ape crystals with him. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They project a a wavelength that cushions horse blows. It could have, right. There could have been chaos waves that emanated (laughs) from a demonic crystal, which we know was created by the CIA. And as you're saying this, everybody else is like, yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, of course. I always have my chaos crystal on me to warn me when a Chinese horse ma- horsemaster is in range. And uh, then I'm able to put on my uh, my elbow pads. That, that's what they say. At, you know, in rap, when they say I keep that thing on me, it's the crystal. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a chaos. It's, an, it's a chaotic psychic ape crystal from space. Yeah. From I um, searched for interdimensional cosmic war, and I found two <laughs> references to J.R. Fleming. Oh, we'll get there. And uh, <laughs> several like jokes, like that some people making jokes about something silly that and they chose those uh, particular words in that particular order, not knowing and they were making fun yeah. of J.R. Fleming specific. Yes, yes, because he does not seem to have much of a following, which we will get to. I told you this is a fucking three-hour oh. podcast. Uh, above the Earth, a different set of mysteries. Using remote viewing techniques, some psychics are able to see things very far away. It seems okay. less impressive. Uh, sometimes we use this ability to view objects that orbit the Earth. These objects range from ancient Aztec artifacts, a skeleton wearing a full suit of armor, multiple jewel-encrusted swords, alien surveillance satellites, demon crystals containing very powerful demons, one golden chalice, more golden pyramids, and even a number of failed Soviet weather control machines. So there's just a golden chalice floating in space? And that bears mentioning in the same breath as uh, failed Soviet weather control machines. (laughs) It's a real flea market vibe in space, is what he said. <laughs> it really is. So it's... much macrame jewelry from the <laughs> from the wars, the forgotten wars. It it sounds like your inventory. If you've been playing a very long RPG and you didn't do all of the side quests, and you're like, "What is this fucking golden chalice?" Do? Yep. I have some sort of jewel encrusted sword here. I'm never. I don't remember what where that was gonna go. Like I'm gonna have to look up the guide. <laughs> <laughs> Found a fucking Aztec skeleton in a suit of armor. I, I don't. I couldn't even imagine. Use suit of armor on Russian weapon system. Oh, there it is. Achievement <laughs> <Cheap and> unlocked. <laughs> uh, the surface of Mars also has a dozen or so human skeletons. For some reason, I believe that someone or something is transporting them there. They may be related to a number of CIA and FBI oh. agents that disappeared in 1992. Nice. I don't know, those fuckers fell off their star horses. <laughs> See, you, you were at accident. I think Big. I think he's saying Bigfoot fucking murked him. I think Bigfoot murked these CIA oh, yeah. agents. Mm. 
and is like his his throwing them in the Hudson is is just shunting them to Mars. And now you're uh, these people are like psychic viewing him, and he's like, oh shit, oh <laughs> shit. They I didn't know think everything. Could, you can fucking see Mars. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> now he's got to pretend to be friends with J.R. Fleming. No, we're cool. I'm sorry, I haven't talked to you in a long time. I yeah, I want to hear. <laughs> About the skeleton. That's so weird. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, you're, yeah. Bigfoot's like, yeah, man, uh, you know, I've been real busy. How are you? Hey, you're not writing about the bodies on Mars, right? I'm just, <laughs> I just want to make sure. I know you wouldn't, but I just want to make sure. And you, you you, were an immortal magician, right? You're immune to the mind wipe. You're me. Yeah, I just wanted to make sh- I wanted to, yeah, make sure you were. <laughs> uh, no matter your psychic levels, he's wrapping up the book here. No matter your psychic levels, I believe that you too can develop a psychic relationship with Bigfoot. Aw. <laughs> That's really sweet. What about the portal children? He did. Now he did have the long list and he ended the long list of psychic magicians with and you. And you. Which is exactly, it's the perfect thing they say at the end of the video game. They're like, yep. thank you to everybody who helped and you because you solved the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you for playing Psychic Bigfoot. <laughs> Psychic Bigfoot Chaos Attack 4. Uh, the search for milk. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no matter your psychic levels, I believe that you too can develop a psychic relationship with Bigfoot. I love that sense. It's like, I believe that you too can develop a relationship with Christ. <laughs> uh, he goes on to say, but you must start with having an open heart to him. Approaching Just like Jesus. Yeah, exactly like Christ. <laughs> Approaching Bigfoot. Like, like, yeah, it's like Jesus if he had really done as much as Bigfoot. Yeah, come he, on. He didn't get the chance. Yeah, if he, he had just worked at a, a Bigfoot level. Buckled down at a younger age. <laughs> hadn't gone through that rebellious phase. Approaching Bigfoot with anything but an open and neutral attitude will be met with a strong psychic barrier. So it's it's like Christ, but if you don't open your heart to Christ he will block you with his psychic barrier. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, bitches. Parried. <laughs> uh, total relaxation of the body and mind is necessary, which is why I recommend practicing these techniques right before bed. Sean called it again. Uh, you got I, it. Exactly. I am a Bigfoot wizard. I'm that guy selling macrame, I bet. And nobody told me. <laughs> there's, a sec- there's a section I didn't read. If you find a man containing this cursed library, he does not realize <laughs> he's trapping chaos demons in every single book. Don't tell him. Oh my God, that would explain the whispers. That's why all of your books, if you look on Amazon, you're like, why is this fucking $900? It's, <laughs> it's the psychic's yeah. bidding for the power that's trapped within. Mm-hmm. Holy uh, shit, that does make sense. It all comes together. It's, it all makes sense. We're explaining what 900 hot dog. Uh, total relaxation. The body and mind is necessary. I recommend doing it before bed. Having as many psychics meditate to bring an end to the interdimensional cosmic war is crucial to both the survival of the human race and to our next stage in psychic evolution. One well, day, if my Google results are to uh, be believed, we are fucked. We are fucked. This message is not getting out there. Yeah. yeah, nobody knows. Nobody knows we're supposed to be turning into psychic big feet. Uh, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that was on the agenda. Uh, one day soon, we will reach critical psychic mass and we will all experience a massive shift in this realm. Until that day, I hope you decide to join us in our fight. 
the end. Okay. All right. Wow. What a book. What a fucking journey. My God. I really like the the invitation at the end to say you can, you know, you can help. It's not just me. I am one of the best, but it's not just me. You can help. You can be Bigfoot also. (laughs) (laughs) You too can be a Bigfoot. Ask how. (laughs) On my uh, Google results, I saw that uh, he he credits himself as the world-renowned psychic, J.R. Fleming, on the on the title of his other book. And nowhere else. You can find no other results. I will read you <laughs> some other books, some other books by J.R. Fleming. The Guiding Golden Way, The Truth About the Path to Enlightenment. Pretty normal, right? I'm reading these in the order they are listed that you can read them. Uh, so please start with The Guiding Golden Way, The Truth About the Path to Enlightenment, and then move on to Psychic Sex Aliens Exist. Fuck yes. <laughs> you didn't buy that one? I'm going to. I haven't had a chance yet. Uh, Actually, I might not because I had to do some fucking. There was there was a Bigfoot wipe. Uh, Amazon tried to Bigfoot wipe this this book out of existence. I bought it uh, on Kindle uh, because I was not going to pay six hundred dollars for it. Uh, (laughs) So I bought it on Kindle and they erased it from my library and from Amazon in general. You cannot buy it on Amazon anymore. It has been pulled completely. But I had like a backup of my kindle on an old drive and i was able to pull the file and resync it and get all of this out there because i am an immortal magician if you need to take 600 <laughs> bucks out of the petty cash to buy that sex book go ahead <laughs> authorized <laughs> if i can find them audio authorization coo sean <laughs> uh the guiding golden way the truth about the path to enlightenment psychic sex aliens exist tarot reading your pets oh i would read that yeah Ancient civilizations that God has destroyed. (laughs) (laughs) I love how each one takes a fucking turn. He's just, it's like he's marketing to two people side by side and seeing if they're responding. (laughs) Do I have you? Do I have you? Uh, The truth about vampires that our government won't tell you. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that they're regular and not psychic. Psychic vampires. eh. Truth about vampires. Regular vampires. Yes. Chinese horse masters, all of them. That's what they are. Yeah. <laughs> Rain, it's a, God, I can't, I can't joke about that in the middle of these titles because it's impossible to discern from the next yeah. title I'm going to read. Rain, oh, I, I thought that was one of the books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. That is very reasonable. Yeah, especially because the next title is Rainbow Babies from Alternate Dimensions and Other Immortal Magicians from Space. <laughs> okay, 18 times crazier than the joke thing I made up. Absolutely. Uh, Top secret CIA documents, of course, reveal, Uh you know this one, evidence of demonic intervention in U.S. elections. Uh God, you got to say it three times. It's stuck in my head. Uh, When was that published? Is that like a Trump thing? Uh, I think all of these were published post-Trump. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, Wow, he is prolific. I'm going to assume. Next title after top secret CIA documents reveal evidence of demonic intervention in U.S. elections. Uh, Next title is, Are Ghosts Real? No. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> After all this, you don't fucking believe in ghosts? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and that's the title of the book. Are ghosts oh real? God. No. And, you know, you put fucking, people fucking four subtitles about this, about exactly where, where psychic Bigfoot's torpor hibernation is happening. Oh, good. But here, Are ghosts like, real? No. This no. is a book about making your own furniture. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is in that book then what do you talk about 
Oh shit. Oh, one another one of my favorites. Blood bonded space apes. <laughs> I can't even get through the title because it gets funnier. Blood bonded space apes. Everything you need to know about space alien psychic primates. The way he breaks it down makes it feel like a Ninja Turtle ripoff from like 1996. Mm. Space alien psychic primates. <laughs> uh, next is the meaning of life. Parentheses. Simple version. <laughs> he's really covering all the bases i love it yeah. i love it uh here's here's why i had to look and i i believe me i'd researched i promise you he actually isn't fucking with us this is where i had to look to make sure he's not fucking with us the next title is no reptiles don't rule the world they are actually amphibians <laughs> I just got like a little hair to split about it. You're ki- Listen, you're kind of right about reptiles ruling the world, but like one little note. Okay, no Book title done. No reptiles don't rule the world. They are actually amphibians. God, I thought he was fucking with me after that one. I was like, That's oh really shit, good. did I just take all these notes for nothing? But no, I looked into him. <laughs> Super serious. Super serious. I never questioned that for a second. <laughs> this one, uh, the first, okay, I, I need to preface this. Uh, these first words are all in capitals, and the last word is in lowercase. <clears throat> okay. There's a giant comet heading for Earth, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> who does this? Who spoils the book in the title? <laughs> who is who is uncertain about the premise of their book by the end of the title? Oh, fuck! I mean, is there? Oh, it's so good. He I'll just can't to... help himself. <laughs> you know, two. You know, two hours ago, I said I, I. Really, I feel like this guy didn't set up the titles correctly because I'm worried that he's giving it all away in the title. I'm happy to report that he did not give anything away in the title. And the title was perhaps unrelated to the vast majority. <laughs> the title was the craziest the thing information. I've ever heard in my life until reading every single other sentence of the book. Yes, it's- yes. Everything past that was... I can't More believe, unhinged. God, the yeah. build of it is just, he. You're, you set out to outdo yourself with every sentence, but nobody achieves it until J.R. Fleming, and he really did. Every sentence got yeah. fucking crazier than the last. Uh, and with his book titles, too. Uh, the rest of these are 10 Signs You Are a Super Psychic Being. Pretty good. Demons or interdimensional space gods they better not be fucking interdimensional space gods after reading about this book, because we were, we were sure there are demons who eat, who eat beef thoughts. Right. <laughs> we were we were sure. Yeah, that story adds up. You can't now tell me in a different book. Hey, you know what? Maybe these are just interdimensional space gods. Should leave them alone. Don't, don't call, call them. Spoil don't it. Call like, them. We need to read that book to f- to find out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and finally, everything you need to know about subspace alien demon conflict uh, are in the second part of this title, which is they don't exist. I'm J.R. Fleming. <laughs> uh, you can learn more about J.R. Fleming at theguidinggoldenway.com, uh, which, to my fucking amazement, does not 404. It's still up, and wow. he is paying for the domain. 
Uh, I hope so. After you talked about him for such a long time. It's it's a wonderful website. My favorite part of it uh, is down at the bottom. Uh, there is a part of a graphic. Uh, it's it's very small text that you'll almost miss. Uh, and it says, perhaps in your dreams, you can visit me. I invite mm-hmm. you to do so. I will be at this astral location. Infinity sign, <laughs> infinity sign X minus 131 minus three quarters hourglass. Oh, that's fantastic. Wow. He made his own like tracking he's so, language. He's so fucking thirsty. He gave you his psychic phone number. Amazing. Do not call it. I get very annoyed. <laughs> I will say that the cover of The Guiding Golden Way, The Truth About the Path to Enlightenment, the cover of that is like top-notch design, in my opinion. I love I love so much about this. I love it looks so great. The Psychic Animals has a thumbnail that has a parrot. It says wave patterns in psychic animals, parrot. And it's got two pretty good waves and then a goat. Uh, two pretty good waves, but they don't line up quite as well as the parrots. And then next is a shrimp. And they have just one really sad little wave at the bottom. So, Psychic guess... wave, but they suck. I like that there's a wavelength on the on the left, that little thumbnail, which you I don't believe you can click on any of these. So there is yeah, no follow-up questions. It. But that tells you the wavelength you need to find the golden child. Uh, <laughs> if, if he has been kidnapped and and... Dear sweet brother yeah. Noopsy is going to kill him. Use this psychic address. Yeah. Well, you, you want to hold up a shrimp and point him around. <laughs> and then the, he'll pick up on the golden child's psychic resonance. If you scroll down on his website, it has a picture of like a dessert. And it just says, excellent peach cobbler recipe. Sometimes <laughs> you just need some peach cobbler. In your life. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's right next to a subheading that says top secret CIA documents. But then you Click on it. You can't, you can't find it. anything. You can't find out more. You can't click on it. There's no peach cobbler recipe. There's none. This is exactly like that video where that girl was texting that guy inside of a spreadsheet on her BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This is like a website a for the reference. background of like a NCIS show or something. I like that he, yeah. there's another thumbnail here. God, there's so much mystery in these thumbnails that they promise. What are, it's just a heat map of Florida and it says... Florida is a hotspot for activity in relation to the interdimensional cosmic war due to mineral deposits. <laughs> and this is a heat map of psychic Not meth. of psychic minerals. Is that what we're Floridian psychic minerals? No, this is a methamphetamines detector. The space monsters love to get high. <laughs> there is no yeah. Uh, <laughs> psychic rock breaking rules. Psychic psychic rock breaking. Each year in Stockholm, psychics meet in order to break apart rocks. Like so, it's it's like a it's like World's Strongest Man competition, but for psychics. Right. This looks like someone tried to draw a dolphin and fucked it up, and they're like, yeah, it kind of looks like a psychic rock explosion. <laughs> Throw it on the website. Uh, you know, honestly, the fact that everything has been pulled from Amazon and. There's a tremendous amount of work that went into these publications, mm-hmm. right? I mean, whether it was this guy himself or he's like giving this to somebody and and paying for all this design, there's an incredible amount of work that went into it. The fact that it's gone from Amazon maybe kind of makes it seem a little legitimate. They were like, they were scared. 
who is covering it up? This guy wanted the info to get out there. There's no reason for him to pull the books. This is there's a lot of really nice art. I, I it could it's be this is a mundane not. explanation, but he could have stolen a whole bunch of art, and then people are like, "You can't just steal art and put it in books, buddy." Ah, uh, damn it. I liked the one with the psychic chaos apes better. I liked that it was a psychic CIA chaos ape cover. You're right. Cut. We'll, we'll cut that. Like, no, I don't want to ruin this with, with a very reasonable explanation. He has an Instagram of really great imagery, and I would follow it, but he only has 64 followers, so I yeah. know he would notice me he following He would know. Him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does not have a following. He's very, very little on Facebook, too. However, he does give... Uh, his business address uh, on the Facebook page. Uh, it's I, negative pound sign, infinity, Mars, Mars, Mars. Milk, baby milk bottle, fish cake. Dead <laughs> wizard horse. Dead wizard horse. <laughs> uh, no, I plugged in the address and it is now a Kobe Japanese steakhouse. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm sorry to The end. opposite of vegan. <laughs> This is what happens. Oh, that's what the fucking demons want. Now it's a demon feeding zone. This is what you get for telling people the truth is you get, you lose your little office. Mm -hmm. Everyone doubts you. No one follows you on Instagram. You get kicked off Amazon. Oh my God. It's such a tragedy. He's been, Uh his work has been psychically erased by Bigfoot. And we just found out the demons won and opened a feeding ground where he used to live. Oh shit. What What a way to find this this out. What if he's saving our earth by erasing himself? Oh my God. He's the next. What if he destroyed the parallel universe where he existed? Mm-hmm. He's pulling an Angor. Yeah, pull uh-huh. some, pull, pour some milk out for Angor two and his sacrifices. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Angor two. I do. I do love. I think the the finishing touch on his website is that at the very top of the guiding golden way. The Guiding Golden Way, at the very top of it, there is a link that says Learn More. And when you click on Learn More, it takes you back to the page you're on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Classic. Uh, Time prank. What a fucking mystery. <laughs> My new favorite author. Oh, God, I'm going to have to solve it. I'm going to have to solve it one of these days. Absolutely, you know he's he's my new favorite author. I'm totally honest. If really. I can, if I can, really, he's the only author I've sat around talking about for three hours. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's only been two twenty, or have we just cut so goddamn right. much? He might. Have. Let's get him on the show. And we may have we may have time traveled some. There's always you know you got to leave a little yep. room for Jello mm-hmm. when you're talking about time travel, right? <laughs> Uh, contact him. He's very lonely. Uh, contact him. No, it's just going to annoy him. Do not contact him. The theme of his book was not to fucking bother people. (laughs) Right. Even, even if you know their psychic phone number. Yeah. The first person to email him, he's, he's going to go in the next book. He's like, you know who fucking sucks? People who email you asking about your psychic books. They have no psychic potential. Just, just psychic. Next, the portal babies. Nothing more to be said about the portal babies. <laughs> if you're lonely, just psychic blast infinity x negative 131 negative three quarter hour glass. Einstein haunted Frankfurt. Einstein haunted Frankfurt. It's a podcast canal. Und mit maximalen Schau. Doc Frankfurt podcast. Correct. Yeah. Ich brauch dies nicht, brauch dies nicht ohne. Schick die in die Hundesau. Für eine Stunde. Come, John, you kids, you know,
There's nothing so tragic as when the young die before the old. Here at Hot Dog Space Camp, we know that all too well. A moment of silence, please, for the late Hot Dog Space Class, 2023. Three Finger Louie. Aaron Croston. Adrian H. just wanted to see the stars. Fuck. We told her that's not how it works, but she was a dreamer. Aiden Mouet. Alpha Scientist Java. Unandy. Armando Nava worked hard, partied harder, and, they say, died the hardest. Badger. Benjamin Sironin. Bim Talzer. Brandon Garlock. Brian Saylor was the first to suggest they steal a real rocket, but we're trying not to place blame here. Brianne Whitney. Rockway loves the meat belly. Still does. Barry Tumac. Cyril was the one who actually stole the rocket, and it's his fault. Chad. Chance McDermott. Chris Brower. Curious Glare just wanted to smell space. Devin the Rogue Supreme. Dean Costello. Donald Finney will never forget your tragic last words. Ghost Rod the Whip! Eric Spaulding. Fancy Shark. Jellaho deserved better than to be torn apart by space apes, but he did bring those apes up there. Greg Cunningham. Hambone. Haraka. Harvey Penguini's parents are suing the school. We understand they're hurt, but exploded by asteroid is a pretty classic act of God. Hot fart. Jaber Al Aiden died how he lived on the moon. Jeff Haraski. We've lost every one of our precious Johns. John Dean's family asked us to say, may he rest in the peace he hated in life. John Hector McFarland's family asked us to say, may he rest in war. John McCammon's family asked us to say, may the bastard find no rest. John Minkoff's family chased us off their property with a thresher. Johnny No Fun was ironically too much fun. It turns out space is not the ultimate bong cooler. Joseph Searles will never forget your tragic last words, which were just your own name yelled from a saddle tied to a booster rocket. Now, it may not hurt as badly as losing the Johns, but we lost all of our Joshes too. Josh Fabian, we hope you finally found Alf. Joshua Alf Graves, if only the two of you had met in life. Josh S., we hardly knew ye. Nobody could even find a picture. Leading theories say you were an urban legend. Ken Paisley. K&M. M. Jahi Chappelle. Mac Miserable. Matt Riley, when you enrolled, you told us you wanted to die naked on a comet. We laughed at the time. Max Baroy. Michael Lair. Michael Wells. Now, the school is suing Mickey Lohman's family for defamation. We are not a school full of buttholes who teach kids that rockets point down. Mike Stiles. Moju. N.D. Neil Bailey. Neil Schaefer will miss your laughter most of all. It went like this. War, 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 war. Like a horny walrus choking on a smaller walrus is wild. It's crazy stuff. Neku 104. Nick Ralston. Ozzy Olin. Patrick Herbst 
You asked in every class what would happen if you stuck it in the lunar rover. What was the answer, Patrick? Rachel, Rain Vargas, Rihanna, Sarkovsky. Sean Chase is the one who started the deadly rumor that huffing space got you high. Spotty reception. Supernaut had a theory that, in zero gravity, a fart could propel you forever. It's still going, as far as we know. Ted H. Thomas Cavazos. Timmy Leahy overdosed on freeze-dried ice cream. You can only eat four of those in a lifetime, you know. Toasty God. Tom Sakula. Tommy G. Wayland Russell. Yesarian. Yanis Ioannidis. You were our best. Our brightest. The live feed showed you burned that way, too. Dr. Awkward, all of your instructors said it was impossible to do a kickflip in space. They said you'd never land it without gravity. I guess? I guess? I guess the joke's on them because you're kickflipping forever now!